live from Walnut Kills, California. This is Lucha World Podcast. This is Vandal Drummond and Alfredo Esparza, Frito and the Freak. And because Vandal loves you so much, he is not going to sing today. All right. Yeah. Yeah. About time. Something good cut happening on yeah, Lucha Libre. Yeah, positive. <laughs> By the way, I... You, this you, is the most positive news in Lucha Libre this this week. <laughs> now, Conan dubbed you Frito. Yeah, and he dubbed you the Freak, too, so... <laughs> yes, the Freak. And I also uh, likened you to uh, uh, f- your grumpy face. I likened to Freewheeling <laughs> Franklin Freak of the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers. So you are Freewheeling Fredo Frito Freewheeling Frank Freak. <laughs> Make I'm going to call you Quintuple F. <laughs> you are now Quintuple F. There you go, Quintuple F. There, there you go, Quintuple F. Yes, yes. Oh, and Physico. And Physico, yes. yes. Sextuple, or whatever Se- that. Sextuple. <laughs> sextuple. That sounds sextuple F. nice. So, uh, so that's what i got to do sometimes. I, is, is at Halloween, I want to dress you up like Freewheeling Frank, Franklin Freak. <laughs> you, yeah, he, and, and that's no derogatory when was, statement. When was the last podcast we did? It was a long time ago. It was right yeah. after El Hijo de... Oh, that's right. It was the, the week after, right? Yeah, right after yeah. Paraguayo passed away. So it's away. been a month. We're yeah. pretty... This is pretty good. Once mm-hmm. a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're we, we we, we're kind of getting the rhythm I think the, the Slam and Stamp podcast, we kept doing like every two weeks. We got to like 80 within three years. Yeah, we really maxed <laughs> on that. Yeah. I we, think that's when we were like burned out on all the podcasts. I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, I want to open... We want to open the show with another passing. With another pro- passing. Pro- the reason Lucha I Libre. want to start it off with this particular passing is... Because it was pretty sudden. I mean, nobody really brought it up till yes, like... Yes. Uh, nobody had time to, like, write bios and stuff. And Although yeah, I'm guessing I'm guessing Chris will have one on the... And, you know, for those of you who haven't heard, though, everybody's <coughs> probably heard from by now, El Verdugo of Los Bucaneros has passed away. And uh, the reason I want to bring it up and give him a, a salute right off the bat is uh, I know he was kind of the third wheel in the Bucaneros, but at the same time... I don't I don't really think it was that way. I think it was more of a, he kind of disappeared all of a sudden, whereas Priyata Morgan's still active in, in, in like IWRG. Yeah. He was in AAA not too long ago. Not too long ago, 2000. <laughs> it's so weird how time flies, man. It's like, I was just thinking about like something from 2011, and I'm like, oh, oh, well, the Skype. I was thinking about yes. Skype. Last time I used Skype, like, I think that might have been like... Well, when MPW early... started in Simi Valley, yeah, yeah. that was almost like four, four yeah, or five years yeah, ago. So, Damn. So that you think about Pirata Morgan, he's still active in IWRG. Yep. His family's still wrestling. Then um, Ombre Bala mm-hmm. was the monster. Yes. And he's still kind of... He's still somewhere in the business, so you kind of still hear about him. And then, um, whereas Verdugo kind of disappeared, like he's he's at the he he changed because he used different gimmicks. Yeah, but he wasn't really as known. He wasn't in Triple H. He wasn't, and, I, and I don't mean to sound derogatory when I say a third wheel, but he was part of one of the best trios. I'm sending this to um, all the Pirata to Morgan Pirata family. Morgan's family, I'll get my ass kicked. Pirata Morgan will be here May seventeenth. I, I hope you guys will be at that show where where Kurt Brown will Fredo be. Fredo will be there. I'll be in the parking lot. Actually, we don't even know we're going to that show. <laughs> I hope we are. It's FMLL. Isn't that the one with? It's Mata all the legend. Yeah. The legend. Oh, you're thinking of going I'd to that? I'd love show? to see. Seriously, I'd love to see. We'll that. talk about this later. But um, okay. what's with LA Lucha lately? 
There's a lot of shows. Like, yeah, we'll talk about this later, but I mean. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. There are more L.A. Lucha shows than there are Huracan. And they're bringing all the guys. They're bringing all the guys in. Like, there's so many guys. Like, every every time there's a new show coming up, it's like, man. It's a trip. Haven't seen this guy in a while. But, uh, yeah. Getting back to Verdugo. Verdugo. The first thing I thought of when I heard he passed. And when I say I'm shocked at scant information, you know, you are right. He's He's been out out of sight for a while but at the same time I found all I found was a confirmation of his death on Super Luchas which yeah. you found too Yeah. and Scotty Astro is the one who tipped me off on it uh, and the first thing I thought of when I heard his passing is what a great era for trios the 1980s were and I remember uh, while I was a huge Negro Casas fan from 1985 on what inspired me to get friends together and go down to Tijuana and really catch people live was when I saw a, a tape of uh, Ombre Bala, Parata Morgan, and Verdugo versus Angel Azteca, Ringo Mendoza, and uh, Atlantis. And uh, that the heels work in that match was just sheer poetry. Yeah. And it... It just jump-started me into wanting to get full into Lucha again. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a really good trio, too. I mean, that was right after Pirata left the uh, Infernales, yes, right? Yes, yeah. yes. That was a really good trio. Yeah, and... Uh, they had that they, great feud with the Brasso. Oh, that was awesome. Where they lost... I think they lost their hair, right, to the to Yes, Brasso. they did. The, yeah. That went through in '89. Yeah, that right. that they had a well. You know, the weird thing I was looking up on his, his what he, uh, his career, and I I didn't even realize he was with the Carvernicolas. I didn't realize he was that Trugla, too. Trogladita. Was, was that the one with Popitecas? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what spot I loved that the Bucaneros would do? With but the you know, I didn't bosses. really watch a lot of that. Like I was. You know, you watch too much wrestling, you kind of like yeah. forget. Well, all that was stuff. when I very first got Galavision too, and so. It was hard to get a lot of good Mexico tapes, yeah. and so I watched it religiously. And you know what spot I loved that the Bucaneros would do with Los Brazos uh-huh. is uh, when the Bucaneros would be you know going heel on him in the first fall. You know, uh, Brazo would be lying flat in his face, and all three of them would like yank him up by the trunks, way up in the air, yeah. slam him down. Yeah. Then they'd do it to Brazo de Oro. And then they take Brasso de Plata, <laughs> try, try to lift him to just shrug. Yeah. It's like, nah, it's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah, that, that I always dug them as a trio. Yeah. But, but you know, a lot of it was Pirata Morgan, because I was a big Pirata Morgan oh, fan. He was, but he's just a genius. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, once you get to know the rest of the trio, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're, they're really a good, like, unit. Because usually there's always one trio where yeah. there's always one guy you just can't stand. Well, you, well something <laughs> you pointed well, out. Well, nowadays, that's more common now in, Russell, in Lucha. It is more common. In the past, there was the whole group you always dug. Now it's like, oh, man, La Mascara. <laughs> why is he in the mix? Why is, he, why is La Mascara in the mix? you pointed out something really good. <laughs> or or, or Pestinerga. Why is Felino in this? <laughs> or Mr. Niebla when you want you want Barbara Carbonara and Nero exactly, Casas. That's, that's, exactly. that's the, two, the twosome you want. But you pointed it out very well. I believe it was when... Um, was it when M.A.S.A. Uno or Masacre uh, passed away? Like That's India Souza. Oh, she's lovely. Yeah. She's part of... Um, that's where I found out more oh, about... Um, Even more, with the mask, yeah, yeah. how lovely she is. Yeah, Maximo's wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a, a pretty boy. Yeah, pretty yeah, girl. yeah. That, and it's it, pretty good for an exotic they're gonna right? Have, they're going to have some really adorable yeah. can't, children. Can't wait, to, can't wait to complain about their kids wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that should be pretty soon. That should be pretty soon because these these man, I, I, you know, that's the one thing I noticed with lucha. Like these people get married like at a very young age. Like I don't yeah, I, that's true. I, and have kids at a young age, or they don't have, get married. They actually have kids at a young age. Whereas, like, you know, you you normal people don't really like, <laughs> you don't have that you don't have that ratio all the time. Like you that's don't true. Have that, that's yeah. true. I guess it's maybe it's a wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it was you point out when MSA Uno passed away how he was kind of an unsung hero because he was right next to Parata Morgan. Yeah. And well, you know, how, no, it, wasn't, you it was Masacre was actually the one I think. Before, okay, that's but, why I'm confused. Because MSA Uno, I mean, he had the Sangre Chicana few. That was awesome. He was really good at, at, before he teamed up with um, mm-hmm. Pirata Morgan and Masacre. And it wasn't that Masacre sucked. It's just like, how do you stand out? Yeah, when you got two of the yeah. best in the 80s, like, yeah. he was basically, yeah, you know, he's okay, but not yeah. that great. That MASA Uno and Sangre Chicana feud is one, if anybody hasn't checked it out, that yeah. is a must-see yeah, that's feud. Great. Those that's were the great. best hair matches I've ever seen. Yeah, and Verdugo, and the other thing, like, you were talking about how Verdugo, there wasn't really a lot of information on him passing mm-hmm. away. And I don't even think anybody mentioned what he died from. I mean, Yes, nothing. Yeah, so it's like, it, and he died at 57 years old. I mean, yeah. You, and it's weird. You think these guys, you would hear about these guys working more, like bigger shows. You know, like you would think, oh, Verdugo's been at on the show. He must. He's been ill for a while. That's all I know. That. Oh, oh, so it's been an yeah, ongoing it's been illness. it's been an illness wow. like, the last couple of months or something. I just, I mean, I know it's the natural course, but it's just it's so sad as as we get older and our heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away. Well, I don't mind when they die, but, but he's still fifty-seven years old. Still I know. I know. That's not that old. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. I'm 53. Well, you know, the, the, the lucha life doesn't really allow for you to... It's a rough life. <laughs> you know, I was watching uh, Mil Mascaras wrestle in Japan. Like a early... recent? Yeah, the recent from December. Oh. Man, that dude looks old. <laughs> like, really? He, should... <laughs> he shouldn't be wrestling. I mean, come uh... on. And it's not like I haven't watched him more recently, but it's like... Like, it just shocked me how and old he looks. from what I've heard about Mil Mascaras, he probably doesn't realize he looks old. Yeah, he looks really old. Like, for a guy, like, he doesn't, like... He shouldn't be wrestling. I mean, he should just wow. be doing autograph signings and stuff like that. But it's like because in his suit and his mask, he still looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, in a suit. But yeah. I mean, in his outfit, he's like, uh, you know, you yeah. old guy body. You know, should hang it up. Still, probably looks better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, more maybe, mu- actually, maybe if not. we meet Mil Moscaris, we should ask him, a la Johnny Mundo. Can we get our pictures taken with you with our shirt? With our shirt. <laughs> oh, yes. That's, that's going to... People are really going to want to see that. Yeah. And Mil Moscos will probably say yes because he knows he is still look better than either. You know, I was laughing. Um, I was laughing because Johnny Mundo, um, he's got a... They released a t-shirt for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who's going to wear the Johnny Mundo shirt? He doesn't even wear a t-shirt. <laughs> right? I mean, who's really going to wear a t- uh, Johnny Mundo shirt? Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cassandra also... More bad news. Um, oh, Cassandra God. suffered a stroke while driving a, his car recently and crashed but all I saw is on Facebook he's okay he's Blue, Blue Demon Jr. was visiting him so wow because a stroke can be anything from totally debilitating to yeah I, I've heard of people having strokes and not even yeah never it. you know you think how bad can it be? like sometimes people tell you oh isn't that bad and like the guy can't talk and shit like exactly, that exactly yeah I don't know how bad his is yeah I mean they, they really vary I mean yeah. same with heart attacks I like my I remember my father-in-law had a heart attack, but he didn't know it till a few years later when he had. Um, yeah, yeah, you could have like. AG. Yeah, you could have many strokes, and they could find out later that yeah. you had like you had like twenty-seven of them. It's like, oh, pre- it was it's like what? Creepy, fuck? but I guess I guess uh, innocence is bliss if you have a stroke and you don't know it. What's the harm done? But but he Cassandro seems like he's going to be okay. Yeah, he posted yeah. pictures and stuff, so 
He should be okay. Poor guy. He's been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the other news, um, this is more from the fall, I guess, what would you call it, fallback from um, the Paraguayo Jr. Yeah, passing. let's talk about this. Um, the government, I guess the, some of the senators and I don't know what they were talking about. They decided to have a get together and had El Hijo de Santo show up. Oh gosh! <laughs> he brought his he brought his he brought his title with him, guys. So don't don't worry about him being without. How hilarious oh, is it God. that I think it was more of a photo op for these people, and they were talking about how they um they want to have a commission that oversees boxing, mm-hmm. lucha libre, and mixed martial arts. Kind of like they used to have. Well, I mean, a little more strict strict, where they want like certain groups handling mm-hmm. like the certain stuff and then like add more rules and everything all i got from it was like they they want to have um drug testing and um it was funny i was reading oh, it God, i was reading that they wanted to have um drug testing um on for you know drugs steroids and uh for drinking and i'm like dude you're basically getting rid of lucha libre i was gonna say you're gonna have two people the only two wrestlers you'll have is cm punk and bob back <laughs> nobody yeah, else i mean who else in lucha i mean that basically eliminates mr nabla <laughs> entire like the entire I want to start a commission where you have to be plowed. Yeah, I mean, you have that, to take a drink every time you do a. Tobe. Yeah, it's like fuck. So, um, what we, yeah, now Ernesto Ocampo from Super Luchas wrote a really good article about um why it wouldn't work, mm-hmm. and then what he thought would work best, which was basically um he thought there should be an, an improved lucha libre commission because really it's pretty screwed up. It's crooked, you know. It's, right. A, a lot of the stuff that they do don't really doesn't really reflect. Them protect doing it for the best. What's best yeah, for the what what's best for the rustlers? It's more more of a well. You've I mean you've heard stories about guys going to Tijuana to take their medical exams. I mean oh, we've yeah. had Superboy talk about that on, on the podcast, where it's like basically just you coughing and them saying okay you're good. Well here I, I, well I told you about <laughs> my commission. Uh, uh, that was in California. Yeah, right? California. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, even when it was under jurisdiction here in California, wrestling, the the process was was a joke. I mean, I love Dr. Jerry Graham, but he had a wrestler's license at age fifty when he was over three hundred pounds. Yeah. I and yeah, Dr. Bernhard Schwartz gave me my physical, and all he did was take my blood pressure. And he didn't even he didn't, eat he it. didn't grab your nuts and to ask you to cough. <laughs> no, but I was a little shocked the next year. I went the next to a year, he told you that? No, he stuck his finger on my ass. I was a little, I was a little freaked out because I thought that it was a doctor, like, it was a doctor like, named Livingston. You're, you're, you're like, a, you're like, this is this is a completely different medical experience. Yeah, you're not Dr. Bernhard Schwartz. You know, a movie could be made about he, that. He guy. should have said, "This is a much more thorough exam." <laughs> but I sure did feel good. Yeah, after yeah, that. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I've heard way. I, I don't know if the commission has always been that way since the very beginning, but I, I've heard ever since I've known guys who have been in lucha that yeah, they, it's a they, lot of payoffs, and back padding. They want to have a doctor at every show, for sure. Like, yeah, which or I a paramedic or something. Like have something there to like make sure somebody. But you know, like like I think a lot of people are covering up for what's wrong with what was wrong with Paraguayo Junior. Because mm-hmm. we've heard a lot of people say that it was more of a he had a. History of injuries that weren't really like checked up on and stuff and, like and, that, and, and nobody really says that. Everybody's like, "Oh, he didn't have any injury. This is just a a freak accident that passed." That, that and happened. Well, and it's even like, if it could have been a freak accident, yeah. but who could have done anything about it? Because I, I still mean, think it was. I still think it was more something like Misawa, where it just he, too many bumps, too many bumps, and he yeah. didn't, he 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 probably. Because I mean, how weird is it? A lot of guys who have had neck injuries, mm-hmm. 
Hijo of Santos 1, 2, mm-hmm. they've all retired. Or they like, yeah, they've been told that yeah, you don't do it. Well, and Rey Mysterio and the guys who, yeah, one who told Hijo de Santos and the guys, the guys who didn't take the doctor's warning, what happened to them? They're in wheelchairs. Rey Mysterio Senior yeah, is in a wheelchair. wheelchair. So it's like yeah. it's like there's something to it. Like this just happened to be one of those, you know, where the guy actually. And now is Hijo de Santo kind of like uh, oh the Mexico's fun. answer to superstar Billy Graham so trying he, to get on the so Hijo de Santos. Hijo Santos' um, way of, like, his way of fixing this is, ha- since the wrestling, he, he works for the WBC, like, they he's partnered up with them mm-hmm. for his, promo- back when he was promoting and stuff like that, he thinks that they should handle the, the whole thing, what? which would make him, which would make him, like, the, like, the main guy, and it's like, uh, yeah, that's, that's him just trying to, like, grandstand. And I was gonna say, he seems like the superstar Graham of Mexico, where he's trying to be real oh, yeah. and just... Yeah, it's like he's 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 oh, like oh man, he's not his father. He's losing it. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. But here's and nobody pays attention to him, so it's like nobody cares. <laughs> like that. That's the great thing. Like he's talking all this stuff, and you don't hear Triple A. Like I think Triple A kind of figured out why CMLL doesn't respond yeah. to him. It's pointless. So it's like now they don't respond. Well, to he's, him. he's he's he's. I think his ego shines through. Where <laughs> you know, of course, I don't know if I'm just mythologizing, but. His father always put on a very humble persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seems like he does just the opposite. Yeah, it's always like him. Like, well, that that every single like article he writes in about lucha, it's always how it's dying, how TV's killed it, how all this other stuff has killed it, and it's dying and everything. And like, and like people are like, dude, why are you constantly knocking all this stuff? Stop, yeah. stop writing this stuff. Like, you sound like a sour. Yeah, it's like. And he was it's, like, it's like. Okay, there. He wouldn't be writing this if he was active, basically. Like exactly. a lot of stuff. That's why I say superstar. Yeah, right? yeah. Now, this is a thing: is one drug testing? Yeah, right. Two, <laughs> I think they, especially without the promotions like behind it, like you really think they're gonna. Like, right. There was a doctor there in Tijuana. There were two ambulances, and it's they weren't being neglectful. The doctor was attending to. Something yes, else there was, was other hurt. injuries. You know, and usually, usually I'm the one who will kind of criticize the uh, the corporate or the uh, promoter side, but I think I think what they're trying to do. Well, even you're saying they're kind of doing this for publicity. It sounds. Yeah, like. yeah. I mean, what? It, yeah, it, I mean, come on, they all fault. they all take pictures with Hijo de Santo. Yeah, that's like the whole exactly. like they're all smiling with Hijo de Santo. Like, <laughs> who, who doesn't want? Hey, look, we're with hey, the wrestling. I could do that at Frank yeah. and Sons. Sure, uh, Martha Villalobos is thinking of running for office. No. Yes. I was oh my because, god, that's a photo op I well, want. Well, I told you about the. I, we were talking about before we started the podcast. I was telling you about Fabio Pachi yes. um, starting a union for the women and mm-hmm. all that stuff. That was what um, Cubs fan had found. But in the same article, he, um, I think he might have not seen it, or he probably didn't really right. think it was that relevant. So it was from Martha Villalobos, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, um, but I, I was noticing that he, uh, Martha Villalobos was running for us. I'm like, I'm like, that would actually be kind of weird. Like, I don't know. I, I, I would. It'd be entertaining, but I mean, it, it. If I had money, I would go for there for the inauguration if she won. I don't know what what exactly she's running for, but it's like, I mean, whatever it is. We've I, had I, other weirder people. Jesse Ventura was governor of Minnesota. So yeah, there you go. We went. We we survived Arnold Schwarzenegger as <laughs> as as we did, as, didn't we? 
as governor of California. Hey, I voted for Mary Carey, the porn star, yeah. during that election. I don't think people outside of California realize how stu- how bad a decision this was. It was You guys stupid. don't realize. It, it, it was stupid. Arnold Schwarzenegger as governor was easily... Like, and, of course, what's even worse, we come back with Jerry Brown, which is like... Actually, no, I, I, I dig Brown. Brown, <laughs> I, I like Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown was just as horrible. No, he's awesome. They're both awful. No, he, no Jerry Brown is awesome. I'm not very political, but they're both No, awful. Jerry Brown... Rocks. That guy gets in there and he gets his hands dirty. Yeah, in his age. they're all awful. And uh, Jerry Brown is one of the few good governors. We'll, we'll we disagree have. on this. We'll Jerry, disagree, but Jerry. no. The reason I love Jerry Brown we, is because he's willing to piss let's off. Let's just his say. Own let's party. just say California has like the worst governor's choice of governor. We do have bad governors. Yeah. No, the Schwarzenegger. Bring back Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh God, please. <laughs> no, I don't even. I, I, all I remember is when we moved here to, to LA to California. Mm-hmm. I remember people would ask us, "Who's the governor of California?" I was like, "I don't know. We never knew. We yeah. never knew. I don't. I don't even know who's like. If you would have told me, like, who was after was Jerry, there was Pete Jerry Wilson? There. Jerry Brown was after um, Schwarzenegger, right? Yes, but there was he, nobody he was, in between. He was governor. <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody in the middle that I missed. No, you missed Pete Wilson. No, I know. I knew Jerry Brown. Pete Wilson was awful. And this is why Jerry Brown is so cool. The first time he is governor. He was getting it on with Linda Ronstadt back oh, in the really? 70s. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And, and when I talked to... So I think everybody that's been governor has been, like, famous some way, in some way, right? Like, yeah, well, well uh, Jerry Brown's father... Like, not, not non-governmental, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Um, Jerry Brown's father was probably the best governor California ever had. Uh, and it, Not to be... Jerry Brown, not to be confused with a pro wrestler. Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown, or the Mexican luchador, Jerry Brown. Jerry <laughs> Who is actually pretty cool? Or Rock? Yes, that's right. The Jerry Rock, Brown, Rock, and Jerry Brown, who wrestled in Vancouver. Yes, for and then Co. and then Jerry Brown in Mexico, who's actually pretty cool. Apparently, <laughs> I was told he's actually a really good wrestler in Mexico. No, the reason I did Governor Brown is because he's one of the few Democrats who's willing to piss off his own party if he thinks <laughs> it's right. He'll get yeah. in there and do something, and his party will say, "Why are you doing this? You're supposed to be one of us." And yeah. California is just one of those weird political. Like I'm sure it's not everywhere. Like. But Schwarzenegger, they were expecting him to be another Reagan. Yeah, and he was no Ronald Reagan. I have no idea how we came up with picking him. Like it's like, I know. Terminator. Oh yes, let's vote for yeah, Terminator. Yeah, people fell for it too. Yeah, they fell for it hook, line, yeah. and sinker. My God. Yeah, that's still the. Yeah. the that's still one of the. I don't I even. Mean, I mean, Ronald Reagan. I was not a fan of his, but he knew his shit. And he was good, and he was smooth. Yeah. He was electable. Schwarzenegger was no yeah. Ronald Reagan. We're, we're, we're going off topic now with all the government talk. It's, our, it's <laughs> Jesse Ventura's fault. It's Martha Villalobos' Martha fault. Martha Villalobos' fault. I would vote for Martha Villalobos as, 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 as governor, governor of California. California. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Especially now, if she has like that punk rock hair. <laughs> yes, yes. That would be awesome. We'd love L.A., yeah. baby. Now, uh, tr- since we both brought up Martha Villalobos <laughs> and Hijo de Santo... Triple A story, the octagon story. Is that what you? No, mean? no. What? What? The trivia question. What is uh, Martha Villalobos Villalobos's connection with the Santo family? What is it? Her father was El Santo's very best friend in the world. Oh, really? Pancho Villalobos. Oh, wow! I didn't know. Yeah, that. they were best buddies. I think I read that somewhere at some point. Too. Yeah, he passed just, away just a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, and that yeah. was. You know, he's kind of like a journeyman, mid, yeah. middle of the road journeyman, but that was claim to fame. No, that's cool. Yeah. Let's talk about Octagon. Yes. <laughs> Speaking yes. of guys who've lost their mind. I was really entertained. I'm giving the floor yeah, to you, Frank, because I, you I told, told it so I told well. Kurt the whole story. Well, basically, yes. Octagon recently filed a lawsuit against AAA. 
I don't know if he's filed it or he's setting up a lawsuit against AAA because he claims AAA owns the Octagon name, and I'm right. not sure. I'm not sure. I have no idea if they're actually doing anything to like stop him from do- using the name. But there must I mean, have been threats at least. I have no idea because I mean he's still using the name. It's AAA. <laughs> like I don't see like the only time the only time I've seen them like stop guys from using the name was with um, the guys who went to CMLL, and I think that was more CMLL telling the guys to stop using the name because those guys still use the name on the independent yeah. scene. Psychosis is still psychosis on the independent. It's almost scene. like people saying Obama wants to take away our guns, I think, but he hasn't said anything. I think about it's more. I think it's guns. more. I think it's more like the promotions mm-hmm. kind of don't want to use them because they're worried that they might actually get. If screwed. I were a promoter, that would concern me. Yeah, so I think I think because I mean the whole with AAA that became a big issue with um, Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. like the the trademarks and all that stuff, and um, but it's like it's like one of those like I, I haven't heard anything from the AAA side telling them that they don't want him to use the name. How funny. Which is really weird. But um so in his mind he's mentioned that the Rodons have told him that they that I guess they've made a stink about it. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't heard the Rodons mention it. <laughs> like and Dorian's always on Twitter, like bringing stuff up and or on fate you know, on interviews and stuff like that. He never brought it. I haven't So octagons may be taking too many bumps on the head. Yeah, well I'm I'm sure there's an issue. I'm sure there's yeah. an issue. He might have seen like I'm guessing it might be a promoter's issue, like because I know Triple H had this issue with Mysticies when they were going through that. Right. Where I think they're probably thinking, hey, you know, you're using a name that... Um... So then he's basically said, hey, I've used the name before Triple A, so technically Triple A doesn't own the name. But if you patent it, you patent it. Yeah, so I mean, that that might be the issue. And apparently um, Antonio Pena took the took the name, got the name, patent, you know, the trademark right. and everything. And um, Octagon mentioned in an interview that he found out about this just last year. <laughs> that that Antonio That's Pena. The part I so know. now he is upset at Antonio Pena, who's passed away like passed away like what eight <laughs> seven eight years ago, A and he's upset time. at him, and so now he actually regrets leaving CMLL, <laughs> and it's like, dude, why would you regret leaving CMLL? You got like. I mean, he was part of one of the most famous hair versus mask matches in history. And not only that, Triple A kept him employed for like yes. well beyond his the point of him being useful. And he was trouble, wasn't he? I mean, yeah, over was, the years, like drinking and all yeah. that stuff. That that was like that was the story. I don't know if it's like a, but a, a lot of people I mean, have that's mentioned what I've it. Heard too. That's that's been the story. I mean, I don't know yeah. if it's true or not. I'm sure if I'm sure he, if you ask him, he'll give you his side of the story. Maybe he will. I mean, drinking is part of lucha libre, so it's not it's not it's not something like I've never I I, I mean, there's, there's been plenty of guys who've gotten in the ring drunk. There's people who can handle their liquor. Yeah, so it's like, cannot. yeah, so it's like, it's not like you. I don't, I don't really know if there's like a Mister Niebla type of story where, like, <laughs> we're like, yeah, he's, he had that issue and all that. Oh, I now dub Doctor Jerry Niebla. Yeah, Mister Niebla. Did you read the whole Mister Niebla story? Like yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, oh I, I still like, like, I, I, I would not hire Mister Niebla. <laughs> like, but I would go to see. But him. I, I actually, see him. and I like him. I actually I like him. Too. Like, I think he's one of those guys who actually understands, like. Like the wrestling side of things, it's, it's just he has a big problem. Exactly, he's got a big demon on uh, that he can't get well, past. Well, and he must have incredible charm if CMLL CML. brought him back. I mean, CMLL who c- will cut people off. Yeah, good. But you know, they they cut guys off based on money, or if you go to AAA, like if although although Mister Niebla went to AAA at one point too, so. <laughs> so there has to be more to it. And you know, Octagon. I think Octagon. The the issue with Octagon with CML is more of a he went with Pena mm-hmm. when they left oh, together. Okay, yeah, 
because I think that's the issue with with Octagon and kind Conan. Of more of a loyalty. Yeah, that's whereas Mr. Niebel leaving, it's like, yeah, you know, he left at one point. It wasn't he didn't leave. He didn't leave during a a period when we and, were. And I think I think you put it good. He must have some incredible charm because. Yeah. Uh, well, I I know for a fact that's why Dr. Jerry Graham got second, third, and fourth chances because when he didn't have his problem, he was very good. Not just in the ring and on the mic, but he was a very charming and cordial person. Yeah, and Mr. Nabla, if, if, you know, if when he was out of CMLL, he never said anything bad about them. That's smart. And he's always done that. Like, even when he was in AAA, he never said anything bad about CMLL. And now, he's not in AAA, he doesn't say anything bad about AAA either. Which is like, he's one of those guys who understands so the whole... despite his problems, Yeah, so he he's never smart. said anything. Whereas, Octagon's making sure he burns wow. a bridge with um, AAA, which... I don't think they're going to bring him back anyways. No. I mean, the guy wasn't... And I, I think it's the most foolish thing you can do to go just talking shit about uh, promoters you worked for. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to really pick your battles wisely. So getting back to tri- with Octagon is um, he's, he's working a show where they're bringing in all the ex triple a bunch of ex-AAA guys. Mm-hmm. And and uh, basically, um, I think they bring in um, Torero, Oscar Sevilla, oh God, yes. all these older guys. And it's like... And I was laughing because um, if you look at the roster, it's basically AAA from like 2000. <laughs> and I mean, you know the reputation AAA had from 1999 to 2000, well. 2001 was like, it was horrible. <coughs> it was so they're bringing all these guys. So I'm thinking, man, 15 years later, how much worse can it get? <laughs> I'm hoping they bring this. I'm hoping they bring in Miss Jeanette and I all do, those. I do remember Rosie Moreno that time and saying, what the fuck? Yeah, um, yeah. And you know the one the good workers are all like either injured or mm-hmm. are still in AAA, so it's like they're not gonna be very good. Now, now can I can I can I say my idea, our suggestion to Octagon with for his trademark problem? Uh-huh. Well, because you know La Parca became L.A. Park. <laughs> well, <laughs> Octo. <laughs> so Octo. So so as a as a tribute to uh, California and Orange County again, we're bringing California into it again, people. We want him to get breast implants and become Octomom. <laughs> that would be so cool. I don't know if he, if he's that heavy a drinker who maybe doesn't need breast implants. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it just happens naturally, you know? Well, Goldust was willing yeah. to do it at one point. They could be a tag team. Oh, um, Octagon is headlining the Chilanga Mass show on um, June 21st. Facing for the first time in, like... I think first time ever, right? Versus Atlantis. Yeah, I don't think they've ever gone mono yeah. mono before. You know, that match, like, I'm sorry, that match is going to be horrible. Yeah. I mean, Octagon, I I mean, 2000, he was horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, like, Octagon, 1996 was hor- was pretty bad by that point also. I mean, Octagon was really never that good a worker. I was never a big fan of his. Yeah. And I, I, I have to say I'm guilty of... I never really paid attention to when he was on top. Was it more the people who were putting him over? I always thought Fuerza was the one that was like carrying him because he, all he did was tie him up to the top rope, and that was basically it. I love that spot. Yeah, I, my dad hated that spot. So <laughs> it drove him out of being a wrestling fan for so many oh, years. Fuerza of all yeah. people. Yeah, and then Hulk Hogan pretty much put the nail in the coffin. <laughs> that can do it too. That can do it. Too. When he did the NWO and would do the 10, 10 minute promos. Oh, I, and I, I kept thinking, man, my dad would have never survived the Triple H monologues. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those like ten minute interviews. You know, you know, intros. When you think about wrestling today, a lot of people, you know, mourn about how wrestling isn't what it was. But aren't we lucky that we got to see it when it was yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. cool? And you know, even like 
like in the 80s like some of the bad stuff because i mean you look at back at it now some of the stuff wouldn't have like looked like if you're a young fan mm-hmm. you'd be like why would i watch this like because some of the right. some of the tv like the nwa Mm-hmm. There was a lot of like jobber matches. There wasn't anything, real, and it yes. wasn't it wasn't good stuff. It and was, a lot of the jobbers were not very yeah, you know, well, you know, because you just wanted a guy to get rid of. I mean, the NWA, the Saturday Night Show was usually they had good jobbers on mm-hmm. that, but it wasn't it wasn't all it wasn't up and down like all the good jobbers. Yeah, well, I, in fact, I remember it was like late eighties, early nineties. You would see a really WWE was really bad with they jobbers, had yeah. horrible jobbers. And you'd see somebody like George Wells do a flying head scissors on somebody who didn't know how to take yeah. one, and it would look so bad. You could tell, like, when you knew the jobber by name, you knew he was good. Like, Ricky Taki, okay, he's yes, good. Yes, yes. Mike Jackson, he was good. But, like, when you'd see, like, this one random dude, it's like, oh, my God, this guy sucks. The one jobber I never got to see that I always wanted to see in the 1970s, people always talked about a jobber <coughs> named Pinky Larson, who they say looked like somebody who like woke up in an alley and as unathletic as a lot of WWF 70s jobbers were they say he took the cake and he didn't even have a ring jacket he wore he must have worked at a gas station because he wore an Esso uh, you know the former name of Exxon an Esso shirt into the ring oh jeez and uh, they say he's the only jobber to have never gone over and I I I don't know if this is myth or not, but somebody said that, uh, oh, what was that one, Frankie, who was the jobber that Roddy Piper beat up? Frankie, I'm going crazy, I'm getting old. Frankie what? From when? What era? 70s, early 80s. (laughs) Piper's pit, Piper said, said, I've never lost a match in your your home city, but you've never won a match in your home city. I love it. This is why I don't go on a lot of podcasts, because everybody likes to come up with, like, really old stuff. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If it ain't from, like, 85. That's why we love to... Yeah, yeah. Remember the slam and stand? You guys would start talking about... Oh, Frankie Williams. Frankie Williams. But apparently... apparently, Yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. Yeah. uh, In some spa show, they went to a 20-minute draw, and somebody said it was Pinky Larson's birthday, <laughs> and they said, what the hell, let's let him go to a Broadway. Wow. But yeah. I never got to see him, and everybody back east talked just how he is legendary as being the worst jobber ever, and why he was even hired, they don't know. I love how we put Octagon at that level. <laughs> he's like a jobber. Well, you know, the bad thing is Atlantis isn't that good anymore, also. He's not, yeah. he's not the same. He's not the same. I mean, he's older. He's... Atlantis... But still, I mean, he had a dramatic drop off, like in the last three years. Like he's really like slowed. Like he's not the same no, he's worker not. that he was. Like he didn't he didn't age like Blue Panther and like. Although Blue Panther's kind of he's kind of noted you kind of notice him mm-hmm. a little. I do actually, yeah. Oh, did you see that one match? Um, Cubs fan um, was asking about this one match in Guadalajara. I think it might have been in Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, I can't remember who not punches. I think might might have been Terrible, who punches. Um, Blue Panther, and you know he he does that silly bump, knockout bump. Yeah, and but when he falls, he just stops moving. Oh no way! And they think he got knocked out silly, oh. and like the ref didn't stop the match. It was it was really weird. It was one of those oh, weird. Oh my god! Yeah, but I mean, even Blue Panther doesn't like Nero Casas is like a completely different. Like he still looks great. He, he's, he he still looks great. Like you could put him against anybody. He's and, just amazing. Yeah, like like I was watching, like even like I think Blue Panther still look fine because he's working with his sons and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like. Casas is like at a whole new level. He's at he's still at that level where he, he gets is. to work with. He doesn't like look bad against anybody. It's like 
Blue Panther strikes me as somebody who still has all the moves, but probably doesn't. Plus, he looks older too. Like he looks older, and Costas looks like he stays flexible. Like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Still really into working out. Yeah. Where I I might be wrong, but Panther strikes me as somebody who still has all the moves, but isn't regularly like he be keeping himself limber and stuff. Well, he's also sense. a little bigger too. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Costas, I, I think the Costas family just has amazing genes. I think that match will draw well, though. So. That's good news for them. Um, AAA and um, that's... I think we talked about that the last time. No, actually it wasn't. Oh, we did, because that happened before Paraguay Jr. passed away. Um, AAA and the uh, Cerveza uh, Victoria are running that World Cup, that Lucha Libre World Cup. I don't remember this. Yeah, we were talking about I that. I must have blacked out. Yeah, you, you blacked out a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got to start drinking. They're doing that trios tournament. Yeah, it was before that, because um, we mm-hmm. talked about the AAA representative team was going to be... Um, Rey Mysterio, Mysticis, and um, Alberto. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced more teams. The Japan team, the they have they finally announced they were going to have um, all Japan, NOAA, ROH, and TNA stand in a representative representing a trio for each of those groups. And um, they announced today they announced the the groups for Japan. All Japan is going to be Kenzo Suzuki, Tiger Mask Three, mm-hmm. which is um, Koji Kanemoto. Oh yeah. And uh, Masamuni. <laughs> Masamuni. I, like, I probably misspelled that. I mispronounced that. Masamuni. Masamuni. Right? Yeah, I could say. Ko- I, the the Noah team is the Noah team is Yoshihiro Takayama, uh-huh. Ishimori, and Kotogi, which I probably butchered also. But it who sounded cares? cool though. <clears throat> I mean, say it again. Kotogi. Yeah, at sushi, at sushi Kotogi. If that's not how it's pronounced, it should be pronounced that way. Man, I could pronounce Angelico so. <laughs> yeah, um, and then the other te- other names were mentioned, but we don't know what teams they're going to be on. Blue Demon Junior, Doctor Wagner Junior, and Matt Hardy is going to be on the on one of the teams. I think Matt Hardy, where is he? Is he in? I have no idea. Is he in Ring of Honor or TNA? Jarrett's or where? TNA is he in TNA? Matt Hardy. Yeah. Where is Matt Hardy? You, if, you, know, you know how if, up to I am on. The if news. you guys are listening to this show, tell us where tell Matt us Hardy where is. Matt Hardy is. <laughs> Yes. All I know is he's married to Rit, um, that Rebby Sky or whatever the fuck. Yeah, name well, is. tell us where Alita is, too. Yeah, Alita. Wasn't she married to Jeff Hardy? No? no oh, she no, she's married to Matt she, Hardy, she, right? I think they were engaged. Yeah, they? yeah, and then she she was with Edge or something. She was with Edge, and wasn't she with Punk for a while? I think she probably. Who was it with Punk? <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy went through the divas, like. <laughs> that was like his. That was like his goal. He, and he's still so angry? He, he still had. A, he had. He had like a chart just making sure all. <laughs> <laughs> her check marks. So yeah, he may be straighted with other stuff, but not with sex, I guess. Yeah, um, that show's going to happen on May 24th in Palacio de los Deportes in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I could pronounce Palacio de los Deportes, guys. I may not be able to pronounce the... And I said Kenzo Suzuki. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, the funny thing about the All Japan team, um, I don't think Tiger Master is even in All Japan. <laughs> he's not. In, I don't think he's. I think he's independent. Kani Moto, I have not seen in ages. Is he? Do you have you seen him? Is, I saw him. Yeah, I saw him. Like, but I can't remember. I used remember. to really dig that. Yeah, game. I dug him when he was younger. He's he's like in his late forties now too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, the 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 Noah team is pretty good though. Ishimori is good. Um, Atsushi Kotogi was in um, Osaka Pro. He was pretty good too. Cool, and yeah. as you can tell, you're like you don't give. A crap. <laughs> no, I, I actually do care. care. I just don't know. <laughs> you don't care, um, Kurt. Who do you think will represent the ROH? <laughs> uh, who's in ROH these days? You're like uh, uh, 
Brian Danielson? <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Brian, Brian Danielson, Daniel Brian. <laughs> uh, When's the last time you watched um, No uh, Ring of Honor? I've never watched a whole show. Really? I got what? You know, I, the last time I watched um, Ring of Honor, Jeff Lynch was sending me um, the ma- uh, master tapes because I was sending them to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> now. Ring of Honor, the only time I started to watch an episode was... I can't remember what the network it used to be on. Yeah. But I remember... I should probably delete that part of the show. The, the, yeah, the, 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 it's, oh, it's right before the 40-minute yeah, mark. Okay. So it's between 39 and All right, guys, cover your... Pretend I didn't say that last part. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. But uh, I can't remember what the network that it aired on originally, but we got Versus? What's that? Might have been Versus or something? It was, it was. Yeah. And we got it... On our cable system, and so we subscribed, and two weeks later, it got changed to the National Geographic <laughs> Channel. But to be honest, I wasn't, it just didn't do it for me. You know, I guess it's that not that they sucked. D- Dish, Network, Dish Network added um, that Destination America channel. Oh, no way. That has impact. Mm-hmm. Ask me how many times I've actually watched it. I'm going to guess none. <laughs> none, yeah, I don't uh, even know when it's on. <laughs> I'm, proud of you. I'm proud to say you're my friend. Well, you know, here's the thing I watched Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. which is great. And then I watched that one CMLL show on Lucha Azteca, mm-hmm. on um, Azteca. And then the LA TV show, they're actually running the CMLL show regularly now. So, well, about as regularly as they would, right. which is not not that often. Sporadically. Yeah, so it's like, and then like I watch the stuff online and it's like, do I really want to watch American Wrestling? And then we go to a lot of shows now. Like, exactly. We were talking about that. It's like, do I really want to watch Impact? That I'm, it's like we're enthusiasts, yeah. but it's not our life. We yeah. have other interests. We have stuff to do. Well, it's not even that. It's just I don't really care about that stuff. Like, <laughs> like I watch WWE sometimes, but it's like, eh. We, it's so funny because when I was a kid, man, it was my dream to see all the different wrestling throughout the world. Yeah, yeah. And now that I can see it, it's just like there's not enough time, you realize. Well, I'm, also, we're older, too. So we're it's older, like, yeah. We don't really want to. We're older, we're cranky. Yeah. We got better things to do. We got we got we can watch other stuff. Plus, there's a lot more interesting stuff on TV. Yeah. Um, what else is going on with Tripoli? Actually, they're just they're they've actually kind of not done a lot lately. Like their their next show is next week, I think. So they really haven't done a lot. Shall I talk about that six man tag on Lucha Underground? Where do you want to go to? Do you want to skip the CMLL news? Because I have a lot of CML news. Let's do CML first. And then, and I want to. I want to mention if you're Mexican. Narumia is single and she likes Mexicans. Oh. So there's, she's a Japanese female wrestler for the. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, that 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 on um, Wednesday CML Informer show. Mm-hmm. They're now um having as a guest, one of the Edicanes, the Ring Girls, uh-huh. on every show. The first one was on Erica. Okay. Then the second show was um Gabby Bao, the redhead. I, I like the name. The Gabby Bell. Yeah, that's And the cute. third one was um, so- Soymara. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, that's one of those names I can't pronounce, even though I'm Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's so funny because every time the girl shows up, she tells you who's going to be on the next show. You know, what the, you know what this means, right? The CMLL ring girls are more organized than CMLL itself. Ah! I mean, that that is really impressive. I mean, that is impressive. I mean, and they're better, they're better. They're far more entertaining than the than um, the guys who actually host the show, which is kind of. It's like you're picturing the Spice Girls doing all the organizing w- w- when the organizers should be doing the. Organizing. Yes, they're 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 like they're actually like every show they they tell you oh next week this other chick's gonna be on the show it's like oh wow wow it's like 
maybe they could tell. Maybe CML can tell us who's going to be on the show. Probably not next. getting paid much, and they should be. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last girl had been around for 15 years. I was like, holy shit, she's like one of the old timers. <laughs> yeah. There, there's going to be a CML edit Cotton's old timers hey, group. <laughs> there's, hey, there's us boys in our 50s who like the Cougars. So. Um, recent title changes. <clears throat> and- Excuse me. Damn it, Kurt. You sound like Meltzer. I'm old. You're Meltzering this show. I'm Meltzering this show, yes. Um, recent title changes in CML. Um, Dragon Lee beat Virus for the CML super lightweight title on oh, April 5th. I, see, I, know I haven't seen it. Um, I watched. I just watched the Dos Leyendas match, which was really good. Did you watch that? The Dos Leyendas? Dragon Lee versus um, Kamatachi. Yes, I did. I loved that match. You really liked it? Yes. A lot of head draw. A lot of like you thought they were gonna die, right? Yeah, the ones. Not as, actually not as bad as the the match for Lampa though. I I didn't see nearly as many like. Yeah, where you thought oh they're gonna die. The one that <laughs> freaked me out a bit is this one tope that. Uh, where Dragon Lee was turned around, right? He was like distract, like turned around. Yeah, and and, and Kamataji just dove on him. Dove over, <laughs> and he landed in him on the like side. a baby landing in a mother's arms yeah. or something. It, it, I mean, it, it went okay. Nobody was hurt, but I I did. It didn't seem like he was prepared for it. Yeah. I think that was the, the spot, yeah. But I, I enjoyed the match a lot. Yeah. It was really good. I was, uh, I mean, for CMLL, I mean, this year, considering they haven't really done a lot, yeah, one of the better workers. better matches. I mean, and Dragon League. You know, it upsets me because that, that, that Saturday show, mm-hmm. I mean, we should be talking about that show like as Lucha Underground, like being a show that's really good. Yes. And every week we get Thunder. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, how come like, we can't get, get Thunder? <laughs> I did watch that one match with the, the, his match from December that was good. That was basically the last, the one good match he was in. With Thunder? Thunder. That was like one what, match. What, what, it was a trios match with, um, I think it was the one where Marco debuted as um, Ingobernable. Well, I was just kind of uh, surfing my DVR while cleaning house and I told Because you told me about Thunder, yeah. Where I saw him do a plancha and I was scared at first, but he didn't hurt the guy, so I was okay. He's awful because basically his whole, his whole like work is punch, walk around. Yeah. Walk around. He looks so awkward. Kick, punt, walk around. Slam somebody, walk around. <laughs> yeah, like... He's like, that's his whole, like... If you his only whole know a few moves, move set power right slam there. somebody and stand there like you're awesome. Don't go for a walk, you know? Slam somebody and then he just walks around. It's like, dude, this guy is not good at all. Like, I he, know. Is there any... I keep, I keep telling people, I mean, I think Thunder would have been, like, ideal, like, for 1980s WWF. Right. As a guy who, big guy, they like the warlord or something like that, yeah. they just get rid of right away. Like, just throw him in for Hogan or something something like that. Something but, brief, not on top. But, like, in, in, in CMLL, where you got all these really good workers underneath and they're not really using them. He sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, at least Marco, Marco Corleone at least can work Lucha. Like oh, he, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's not the greatest worker in the world. But, I mean, he does. he's really good with, with Casas and Felino. And then, like, he at least... Has his dive, and, if you're a casual, and he doesn't just stand there like, "Oh, I'm gonna walk around." He yeah. actually does his pose and all this stuff. And if you're a casual fan who doesn't know Lucha, you're gonna probably dig Mark. Thunder's oh, awful, man. Yeah, but Thunder is like, I hope you, I, times I've seen Thunder, it looks like guys are willing to do spots with him that. With you know, I the bodybuilders. I'd be so he must not be hurting anybody. You know, I hate that. I hate that. Uh, they wasted like Mascara Dorada and Valiente. Mm-hmm. In those matches, it's like, dude, why are you guys having these guys go in and just just have them work with Porky and all those yeah, crappy yeah. guys? I mean, that I just can't. It, it's, it's like I said, I, if if he's not stiffing him and hurting him, I'm kind of yeah. Okay but with you know, being there, but... but you know, if if you're like the bad thing is like if you're gonna have a good show, like you're losing, like nobody's going to these shows anyways. 
I would think maybe like if you improve the pro the main event, mm -hmm. people might actually go. And Thunder kind of kills the main event. You know, who wants to go see totally. fucking Thunder walk walk around? Well, and you have Dragon Lee, and that's the other thing so I hate. Cool. That's the one thing I kind of hate about the Ingobernables. Because they were doing this where they, mm -hmm. like, a lot of their matches just chaotic and stuff like that. It can get a little boring because they're working the same guys. And it's like, how many times can you do the same shit over and over again? And then it's Thunder in there. And it's like, nobody gives a fuck about mm -hmm. Thunder. Yeah. Um, Marcella beats Siri for the CML Women's title on April 10th, which was good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad she won. Yes, Marcella. Marcella's basically the only good thing. <laughs> like, like, yeah, the women's division's kind of like, it's kind of like, eh, you know, you can kind of just tell. Um, oh, and Rey Scorpion is um, turning on Ultimo Guerrero. Oh, but apparently it's not true. He thinks it's, he thinks the announcers, the announcers, the video editors, mm -hmm. and everybody is trying to start this, them, is, is like, Faking everything. Like That's a it, great angle. He's basically, he still likes Ultimo Guerrero. He's getting along with him. And he thinks everybody else is trying to, like... I love the concept of yeah. Rudo being in denial. Yes, he's being, he's in, that. he's claiming it's not true. I like that. He's not turning on him. That, that, that when he tried tripping him, it, it wasn't him <laughs> tripping him on purpose. He was trying to trip Maximo <laughs> and got confused and thought it was Maximo. It was the media. Yeah. And I then when, it. and the one time he pulled Atlantis's mask off and tossed it at Ultimo Guerrero, it was an accident. And actually, he doesn't even think that actually happened. He thinks that the 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 the, the CMLL crew, video CGI. crew, might have like like doctored the the footage it. and stuff like that. Excuse my coughing. I'm I'm trying to be like Dave Meltzer. Yeah. I'm just getting over bronchitis. We should just here. turn this into a Dave Meltzer show and just start That's coughing. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to be a glorified Ugh. Dave Meltzer. I'm so I purposely got bronchitis. And I did have bronchitis, but... Yeah, so um, that's basically the... That's basically all that's going on with CMLL. Nothing really... And Sky Team is going to wrestle... Actually, no, it's not Sky Team. Um, Atlanta, actually, speaking of... It's Atlantis' group. Um, Rays at Atlanta are facing Peste Negra for the trio's titles. I'd watch that. Which should be interesting. Yeah, Peste Negra I'd yeah. watch... Even if Thunder was on the other side. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Peste Negra, yes, yes. Mr. Nebla is horrible, that is man. I don't care, it's Peste Negra. Mr. Nebla. Oh, my favorite part is um, when they're interviewing Negro Casas and Mr. Nebla. Mm -hmm. Negro Casas tells Mr. Nebla he better not get nervous before that match. Uh -huh. Which you know what that means, right? That's code for him not getting drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a more polite way of saying don't give in. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So, so he's like, you better not get nervous. Yeah. And, and Mr. Nable's like confused about it, and like Nero Costa just looks at him like, <laughs> yeah, nervous equals yes, nervous. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see what else now, is going on. What else did you want to talk about? The what I want to talk about is the six man tag in Lucha Underground that we talked about earlier. This was this. You don't bring that up. Don't say we talk about this before the podcast. They're gonna think. Well, we're, we mentioned. They're gonna think we're prepared for this. Then edit it out. Yeah, we gotta act edit like. Edit what I just said out. We are at the <laughs> fifty-one minute mark, so edit it out at the fifty. We don't want people mark. to actually think we planned this out and like actually like have notes we in front of us. We want them to think we're spontaneous. Yes, we want them to just assume we uh, we remember the stuff. Okay, tell me about the trios, man. Now, what is it? Now, one, I'm embarrassed because I I left my notes at home. I forgot to bring oh, them with me. Uh, but there was the sixth man with uh, Son of Havoc, Ivelisse, and Angelico. Oh, yeah, right? you said it right. All right. And they were wrestling, and I... I forgot. <laughs> you forgot That's why I'm embarrassed. I forget who oh they were Oh, my God. No, I'll, I'll go online. Help me with this. Help me with this. I'll I don't want to make a complete fool out of myself here. My goodness, Kurt. How do you not remember who they wrestled? 
Oh. And they were really good too. Was is it Aerostar? <laughs> or was it? I love how you don't remember this. Oh, P- Popitecus. No way. Popitecus was it? Was it? Was it? Um, was it the Carvernicolas? <laughs> heard that. Like we were just. I was just like saying that we were. We, we didn't want people to. Frankie D. I, we were just saying that we don't want people to, to, to assume we were prepared for this, and you and come boy, up with did this. I, did I yeah, you really reveal screwed, that. You really screwed did it I up. Reveal, uh, yeah. My moronic. That's wonderful. Now, now we're gonna like stall for like, because you're so behind on Lucha Underground. I am. This I is am. so like you told me you, Kurt call, Kurt tells me I, I Kurt asked me to to give him some um, matches and shows to watch, and I told him to just Wait, watch. You know what the one I watched? I told him just watch all of Lucha Underground that you haven't watched, and like he I comes the most recent. He gets one. here. He gets here for the podcast, and I go, how many of these Lucha? I'm all excited. I'm like, how many Lucha Underground po- uh, shows have you watched recently? I'm all excited, smiling and everything. <laughs> and Kurt's like, one. And you felt, that's like, you've missed like the last eight weeks, man. Come on. Yes, I have. Um, they wrestled, I'll tell you right now. Here, let me look it up. Oh, wow. Now I don't know. <laughs> this is like, this is confusing. Oh, we're going to have oh, to yeah. edit some of this out. Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's Aerostar Dragon Phoenix. Yes. Yeah, Aerostar Dragon Phoenix. Oh, Cubs fan, you haven't updated your um, database. Aerostar Dragon Phoenix. I just want to mention that. Okay. <laughs> so, I love I love how we're we're, we're poor Cubs fan. So like, I'm watching. I'm watching. The one person who listens to this podcast is going to get upset. Exactly. <laughs> well, Scotty Astro is going to be. Oh, is he? Scotty oh. Astro, thank you for listening yes, to our podcast. Yes. You rock. Yeah. <laughs> and remember. My email is l y g e r. You could complain at aol.com. You could complain to Kurt why he doesn't watch wrestling. Liger at aol. Why why Kurt wants to do a wrestling podcast yet refuses to watch wrestling is beyond. Because I like to be the clown <laughs> prince. I like to be okay. The get to the match. Come the on, tell, tell me. Come on. Stop going. So off. Lucha Underground. There's this six man yeah. tag with Son of Havoc, Ivelisse, and Angelico mm-hmm. against Aerostar, Drago, and Phoenix. Yeah. Now, we said in recent episodes, there's times I will disagree with Dave Meltzer. Yeah. (laughs) And I I don't want to make... No, I do want to make an issue out of this. I... I I, I violently... I I can't even pronounce it. (laughs) You violently... I violently 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 disagree. Oh, my goodness. No, I... He said something about this match like... If you're into these kind of spot fests, you'll like it. If not, but he does that all the time now. Well, but here's the thing: he does that all the time. Like he, like like he'll watch him a, a, a Lucha Underground show, and he'll be like, he'll be, he'll be like, this was pretty good. If you like this sort of thing, and it's like, dude, you watched Dragon Gate and constantly raved about it. This is basically the same shit that you were watching on Dragon Gate. Only it's um, it's not Japanese dudes doing it. Exactly, and it's. Well edited, and that's yes. not a knock. I think it's like so awesome that they're polishing the show as much as they are. Now, yeah, technically, if you wanted to look at all the high spots, you could say it was a spot fest. But when I think of a spot fest, I think of a match where people just do high spots, and there's no story or no angle to the match. I love that they kept the story in the whole match. That's the thing because yeah. they don't. They match? don't. First of all, they don't want to team up. They don't want to. Yeah, Evilise and Son of Havoc are on the outs with each other. They don't want to. And they don't like. And they don't like Angelico either. Angelico also. Yes. I like how. 
Yeah, so so there's this whole, like, and they kept the angle still going. Like, Ivalice doesn't want to win with them. Exactly. And they still somehow won, and they, they still get along. They the still have to, like... Was, and so if you're a High Spot fan, there were great High Spots. If you're a Storyline fan, the story was executed beautifully. Yeah. This was... Lucha Underground is great TV. And, yeah, I know if you look around, there's holes here and there, but... This well, was a, much better TV than we've ooh. seen in ages on any. Well, I, I, I was just thinking about the last time this show was. There's been a, a, a wrestling show that's actually been this well well received. Yes, I mean the, the sad. You know, I think I can understand Meltzer being worried about it maybe not lasting beyond a season. <laughs> but it's like, who gives a fuck? It's right here. Enjoy I mean, it while enjoy it's here. while it's here, and then you could talk about it fondly when it's not here. You know, exactly. It's like it's wrestling. So I mean, right rest, now we're having fun. Wrestling doesn't. Sometimes the promotion just disappears and at least it's not WCW where you're like just waiting for it to end you know where you're watching yeah, self destruct and you're for you're, you're because you're so used to watching it you keep on watching it and it's so horrible whereas at least this is entertaining you know I'm constantly like enjoying the show it's like the, if it's not the matches it's the vignettes that are really good if it's not the vignettes, it's the promos by um, Dario Cueto. Who are yes. That guy's amazing. Like, I mean, that He's guy's really good. That guy's really good. I mean, he even complained about... Meltzer was even complaining about the heel owner thing. And you know what? I hate heel owner storylines, and he's the exception. I mean... This guy is great. I'm thinking this guy needs to, like... I, I, although I don't think he would continue, like... If, if Lucha Underground stopped, I don't think he would go to another wrestling promotion. No. I mean, he's an actor. Yeah, he's an actor. Yeah. So, like, why would he leave LA and all this stuff? If he could get jobs but here. But it's amazing... Because usually when they take somebody from another field and put them in wrestling... They are horrible. Yes. They're usually horrible. And Very few. This guy's been amazing. I mean, like, I would think, like, I was I was thinking about this, like, if you're thinking about, like, the five people that were made by Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. he's probably at the top of the list. I mean, I never even, like, I hate, like, I hate the whole heel owner gimmick. Like, cause I it's been It's I been done. But, I mean, this guy does it so well. I mean, he's such a, he's such a, he's such a, like, a, like a... His role, just an asshole. Like he's just a great asshole. Like, like him I feel and, like I'm watching a movie because I want to see him get his butt kicked. Yes, such but, an asshole. and then like, that one time he took that punch from um, Johnny Mundo. Like mm-hmm. he took the, that bump. That was great. And I mean, his interactions with Sexy Star are great. Like I, I understand. Like the like when when he does the he winks at her. Like like all that. Stuff. Yes, yes. That's just great. Um, the way he treats like Angel Angelico and all of them. Like like just jobbers. Like get out of my office. You know. Yeah, like, like you're crap. Yeah, you're this. crap. Um. But I mean, you're thinking about the five people who have been made by this promotion, Pentagon Junior. By, by, I mean that guy. N- nobody like I remember like we've gone to shows and people will ask me, Pentagon Junior. Was he always this good? And it's like, yes. Don't you guys watch AAA? Right. It just annoys me. Like, don't you guys watch AAA? I mean, this guy was good before this. I mean, they just brought out his personality it has to more. Be right under their nose. Yes, it's like fuck. They you guys don't want. Him. Yeah, he was good. He was good before he was Pentagon Junior. He was really yes. good. Uh, I, although Phoenix was the star, his brother right. Phoenix was the star, but this guy was great. Aerostar was, gr- I mean, this, I mean, what was it? Two years ago, we were making jokes about where was he, like yes. the milk carton thing, and Conan even made made a joke, made enjoyed <laughs> the the milk carton thing. Like we were, we kept like telling him, "Why are you? Why aren't you guys?" He doesn't have charisma. He doesn't have charisma. And he's still like one of the guys who became a star out of right. this. I mean, Ivelisse. Eva Lise is the other one. I think like way cool. I mean, yeah. If you watch women's wrestling, you'd know how great she is. But I mean, I don't watch women's wrestling, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really into the whole. But I mean, she's so so great. I mean, bring her in. Like I watch women's wrestling. Like if it's in 
triple A or same right. I'm, I'm not going out of my way to watch. If it's on the menu of what you're already watching, I don't watch. I don't watch the the women's like div, div promotions. I mean, I just don't have time. I don't have time to watch all that stuff. Like, I don't watch indie wrestling. Period. You know, I don't it's have only time. Puts envy on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is she gonna do? Like, he'll put me in a headlock or something. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to complain about that. Yeah. Or, you're going to tell Evil Lisa I don't watch women's wrestling. She's going to, like, kick me. Oh, jeez. And, and, and you, <laughs> She's you'll gonna, be knocked out yes, with a smile yes, on your face. Yes, this is gonna, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, the worst day of my life. And the episode I didn't show, uh, you were telling me about, about the master and the student. What was that? <laughs> Just kidding. What are you talking about? What are you talking the about? Fujiwara armbar angle. Oh, the this was this past week. Yeah. Um, this past week, um, they you had made a, you made a really good. Well, uh, well, you haven't seen the part where um, uh, Pentagon Junior, the previous week, he um he uh, he shows up to the ring, mm-hmm. and Melissa Santos is there, um, the ring announcer. You know, this is the other thing I that really annoys me. Her name is fucking Melissa. Her name is Melissa Santos. Why can't these guys on Observer? Why do they always have to the ring announcer chick? They constantly bring up her name as Melissa Santos. I mean, they bring up her name all the time. Melissa Santos. How hard is that? Like that's like the it's like it's like it's a one hour show. It's not hard to remember yes. all these people. It's like this is like it's like my dad doing a recap of a show. Like him not remember. At least he's like he doesn't follow wrestling and he would not remember all, all these people. Me when I was a teenager, I'd yeah. be listening to he, Queen and my friends said, "Oh, is that the Beatles?" He wouldn't remember all these people. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's that's. I mean, these guys. That's what their job is. Their job is they're actually getting paid to remember all this stuff, and they can't remember ring, ring announcer chick. It's Melissa Santos. And this is Lucha Underground, which is something that I think. Whether it's only around for a season or around, for they a constantly bit. bring up her name. Yes, that's the weird thing. They this constantly is- they put her name on the on the on the. It's not like I mean, I can Lillian Garcia. I mean, they don't really mention her that much. Mm-hmm. She's but not when really. They do, she's not she's the, the old woman. Ring yeah, announcer. she's not the old woman ring announcer. But you know who she is. Melissa Santos is the same. Plus, she's hot. Mm-hmm. I mean, so she's there. She introduces on um, Pentagon Junior, who has something to say. Mm-hmm. And Pentagon Junior basically says, "This is the previous week." Mm-hmm. Basically says that he's um he's gonna dedicate the next his next victim to his um to his uh, master, mm-hmm. and his next victim ends up being Melissa Santos. So he oh attacks her. God. So she everybody you know some people got offended by it. I mean, yeah. dude, it's wrestling. It's not like. It's not real. So it's like obvious. a mo- it's a, a movies. They do this in movies and this all the time. This is a show where a mini beats a big size man. Yes, I it's mean, like this is fiction. Yes, this it's is fiction. fiction. So, um, but the way it's done is she actually tries to escape and everything. Vampiro gets up and he's very upset about it. He's mm-hmm. he he's gonna do something about it. But but before he gets up there, um, sexy star shows up and saves her. Mm-hmm. So then um, Pentagon Junior. So this week it was Pentagon Junior versus Sexy Star, and Pentagon Junior hits all his big moves. Sexy Star kicks out of everything, and then she gets the pin. So then everybody got upset about it because um, she beat Pentagon Junior. But the because you... Pentagon Junior is like the the guy who everybody. But I mean, he's still getting the reaction. The fans still comp culero and all this stuff because he's really popular though. He's popular, he's like... but he's popular. But this turned him into a heel. Like they actually they came back to him being a heel. Because the crowd popped for it. Right? Yeah, the po- crowd popped for it, and then they booed him because he kind of like and that's, he was being that's an asshole. That's what it's supposed to be. That's what worked. It yes. worked. It worked. Yes, and and people are complaining like. It's like, I don't know what it is. I mean, first of all, I can understand people complaining because, I mean, Sexy Star, but, I mean, that's somebody that they kind of viewed as a star for them. When I mean, when yeah. the, the press release came out, she was one of the people they were, like, marketing as a 
as a star, which we still don't know what's... Yeah, see, no, she would... For, I wouldn't have had her. Star, that wouldn't be my pick, but it... Ivalice, it by, to me, Ivalice has come off as thing, a bigger star than her. It but. speaks volumes to Pentagon Jr., putting her over and making it work and getting the audience to pop. And it worked, because it... I mean, even though he lost... You still yeah. have the you still have this feeling that he's gonna actually come back and kill her. Exactly. And, <laughs> like, and, and guys, he didn't really lose. It's a work. Yeah. Do you know yes. that? Yeah. It's fiction. Yeah. So then, um, right after that, actually, there was a match before that that was really good uh, with um, Tejano. They had Davari involved. Remember that guy, Davari from mm-hmm. um, yes. W. He was involved. And uh, but that match that match was okay. But then the main event was a three way, which was. Um, what was that? It was um, it was the Son of Havoc, mm-hmm. and you know the trio, the the trio that doesn't want to be together, um, Ivalice, Son of Havoc, and um, Angelico versus um, Big Rick's team of uh, with Rick, William with, with uh, the Mac. Mm-hmm. I, I want to call him Willie Mac. The Mac. <laughs> with, I like with, the Mac. with the Mac and Killshot, and then the third team. I'm completely blanking on the third team for some reason. Here, I'll look it up right now. I'm always blanking on the third team. I hate three-way Don't matches. Don't worry, you're still doing better than I am. Yeah, I always hate three-way <laughs> Your matches. Your track record's much better the, the than three-way mine. matches always, like, 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 they always, like, distract me for some reason. <laughs> oh, it was the Cage, Tejano, and uh, King Cuerno trio. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought there was a match before that. I can't remember. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, so um, that actually, like, was pretty good. Um, ended up winning um, King, um, Son, of, Son of Havoc, Ivalice, and, um, and Helico ended up winning that, tr- that three-way. Three-way was fine, but then Dario Cueto comes out and announces that they're, he, they're not done. Because mm-hmm. they give him the bouts, they're done, like they're all happy. It's like, that, it's not over. I've decided to have a surprise team trio come in and, and, and to be the to determine who the champions will be. And ends up being the crew. Um, Ivalice had um, suffered a, a... I think she um, su- might have hurt her ankle That's right. or something. It, was, it sounded like it was legit. I think so. Yeah. And she... I mean, she was like, she was on the floor and stuff, and she couldn't get up and stuff. But the way they played it up was great. The crew comes in and beats the crap out of them, like, for a, a while. Mm-hmm. Angelico, Angelico hits this great dive off the, off the, that office. Yes. Off the rooftop. Oh, oh, that, that was, like, crazy looking. <laughs> it was crazy. And, um, so crazy I forgot about it. No, just <laughs> like crazier than when Johnny Mundo Yeah, crazier on. than Mundo. And, and we were there, we were there for Mundo, and apparently, this, and this was a lot crazier than that. I should mention, when I do a lot of, the, when I'm watching wrestling, I do a lot of other stuff with wrestling mm-hmm. related. We're multitaskers. So, so it's like, it's really hard, it's really hard. I clean house you, while I'm you watching. Ba- I'm basically yeah. like, I'm writing about wrestling, I'm watching wrestling, I'm tweeting about it, I'm like, doing this other stuff I'm eating I'm doing all this other stuff it's like there's too much stuff going on but that match was really what, what was so great was like when when they won the crowd popped huge for it like that's what that, that was great and I mean really good that was something you if you haven't watched that that's really something you gotta watch that's really what you have to no, do no and I am I'm all joking aside I am gonna it ended well well actually the, the, it started with I should have mentioned this it started with the Black Lotus um Black Lotus is the hot Asian woman. Yeah, that's the one. Angela, who are, you, you made a really good Dave observation. Can, oh, that I Dave, wish Dave, talk about. Dave can remember the Black Lotus's name from NA, from WWE as Angela Fong, but he can't remember Melissa Santos's name because <laughs> she's Asian. I think we're one. starting a feud. Yeah, we're we're starting this whole. I, I can only imagine that ends up being like a like a, a whole argument at a at a figure for weekly. It could be a, a convention. Well, type but of people, thing. <laughs> a lot a lot of people think we're dissing Dave and Brian, but people. 
they they disagree with each other. They know we. And we wouldn't be the only podcast. podcast that complains about them because there's a lot of podcasts. That complain. I'm not complaining about them. I just I just really well, I'm not complaining. I just, it's just it's just, it's just so rare that I disagree that roundly with Dave. Like usually, I kind of see what he's gets but well, he's missing the point well, well the black lotus the the, the vignette is basically black lotus mm-hmm. she's i think i can't remember she was writing a letter or like telling her it sounded like a journal she was doing or something <laughs> and she's like she's talking about she's been training in lucha libra for the past eight weeks and you know the weirdest thing is like if you see the the skit mm-hmm. they're not even doing lucha they're doing like martial arts or some shit like right, right. Until, no, until he puts like yeah until he puts her in the fujiwara armbar and you know it's weird like fujiwara armbar i hate that Matt Stryker constantly brings up that if you watch mixed martial arts, you know what move that is. It's like, no, if you watch wrestling. When has a Fujiwara armbar ever been in an MMA? I think it has been. I think it has been. But I mean, it's more. It's I've seen it in work. It's anime. far. It's far more common in wrestling than it has mm-hmm. ever been in. Um, yeah. I mean, Blue Panther does has used it. A lot of wrestlers have used it. Fujiwara has Since used it. Since the mid eighties, um, I remember. Fujiwara has used it. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, she's talking about how she's been training for eight weeks. And she feels she's ready for to get into to finally you know confront her matanza. Yeah. And so all of a sudden the guy the old luchador shows up, and he's like um, he's like he decides they have a little spar or something, and he puts her into Fujiwara armbar and tells her she's not ready. <laughs> so I'm like I was just laughing because I was like man all these old luchadors are like like just like high fiving each other because he just you know dropped her back down a notch and you made a good observation eight that weeks there's there's so many people who think they're ready to go after training for eight weeks well there's a lot of like, like and there's a lot of frustrated older wrestlers who who are frustrated because people want to go straight to topes and suplexes it must, without it, taking bumps it, it must be a lot bigger of an issue now because i mean a lot of the guys who train are complaining about guys who like they want you to like teach them right away how to do a, like a tornillo and stuff like that. He's like, no, you guys, you guys have to learn the basics and all that stuff. It must be something more common with like a lot of the younger fans, I, well, I understand. The younger guys getting into it's, wrestling. It's like I, under, I get why they're frustrated because when I started training at Gills, uh, you know, when Chacal Rivera taught, when he's teaching beginners classes, he had us doing three quarter rolls and really simple stuff. Weren't you jumping down, down, up and down the stairs also? Yep. Yeah. Yep, and we're taking. Doing what I don't know what it is. We take mini backdrops. I'm not an athlete. I'm not an athlete, so I don't know what that's but called. Play one on two. <laughs> no, but but the thing is, my first thought was, God, it seems like we're doing this forever. When I realized they want you to be able to do these simple moves in your sleep before you graduate to the big yeah, stuff. yeah, and it makes a difference in a match. I mean, Kurt, I, Kurt, you never graduated to learning how to do a tornillo. Which was unfortunate. This is true. I never have, and yeah. I never will. Very unfortunate. <laughs> or a four fifty splash, or six thirty splash, Something like Puma. See from me. Like Puma. Can you do dives like Puma? No, I'm kind of more like a a tree sloth. You know. <laughs> oh, you know what's so I'm awesome? Hold and I kind of roll. You know what? Her. You're probably gonna hate about yourself for not watching these shows. Superboy's in the in the in the crowd during the the last two oh. shows, two tapings. Gotta watch it just for that. Superboy and his son are are right there, and you. <laughs> I tell I told Superboy we were at the uh, we'll talk about this next time yes. when we were at the Triton Benefit show. I tell Superboy I go Superboy I saw you on TV and he's like where I go Lucha Underground and he's like oh yeah and and I go I go I saw you smiling when Pentagon Junior was slapping uh, was chopping uh, I can't remember who he was wrestling that day because I know he wrestled somebody else that day and he's like yeah it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I saw you smiling when 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 they were throwing chops and stuff. <laughs> Willie Mack was really good on the show too I should mention. 
He's a great William Mack versus Tejano. I mean, they had a couple of moments where I thought, man, these guys need to work. You know, it's funny because people were talking about William Mack. He's a surprise. Like, people don't realize William Mack is a huge Lucha fan. I mean, this guy really likes Lucha. That's cool. He's he's known in the in in he our area. A, he is such an underrated worker. I yeah, think. yeah. You know, I mean, I, I hope he gets a niche sometime. Yeah. Well, Lucha Underground, I mean, he's with Lucha yeah, Underground. I, so. I mean, is he a regular with him now? Or? Yeah, he's been regular now. So. Cool. Cool. I mean, I don't know how they're how they're doing, but I'm sure that I'm sure he's making millions of dollars <laughs> in pro wrestling. In his dreams, isn't everybody? Isn't everybody? Everybody in their dreams makes millions. Remember, when, I remember when I was a kid, I thought everybody was making that ton of money in wrestling. Oh yeah, when I was a little kid, I thought, wow, the life yeah, they must live, and I you, didn't realize yeah. they sleep in their cars. Yeah, and it, 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 it really wasn't until like 2008 when um, CMLL started airing those uh, um, those yes. Marin girls that ring, and they would yes. show these guys living in like. Like they would show, this is my, this is where I hang out, and it's like this one in his bedroom, his his parents' bedroom. He's got his own bedroom, and his brothers in the other bedroom. Who is yeah, it? Yeah, and there's no God, box the spring. There's that? just a mattress. No yeah, box and then it's like, kind of and then like, like they they had live in a in a two bedroom apartment. I was Walking like, oh, around oh, with man. a pack. Yeah, yeah. Oh, lo- local Max. Yes, yeah. local Max. Local Max. I was like, man, when local Max, I'm like, man, if lo- local Max can't make it in in the business, I don't know how all these other guys are going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> How are these guys doing it? Oh, I remember, I remember, uh, I was so naive that when I was like, you know, 10 years old, I thought, oh, wow, these guys must be working out and they must eat really well and stuff yeah. like that. And then when I was 14, my, my brother lived up in Santa Cruz, which is a big surfing town. And that's when Don Morocco was working the Roy Shire territory. <laughs> he was drinking most of the time. He was, he was uh, renting a house from a friend of my brother's and my brother, God bless my brother. My brother hated wrestling. Yeah. But he said, well, I shouldn't tell you this, Kurt, but there's a wrestler at this house, and maybe if we were really nice, uh, we could, um, you know, maybe we could meet him. And I'll never forget. He w- this is Kurt when you were skinny, right? <laughs> skinny Kurt. <laughs> skinny Kurt and, and like, 14-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah. wearing plaid shirt yeah, pants yeah. and a white T-shirt. Yeah. And, uh, you guys won't get this if you're not fit friends with Kurt on Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Vandal Drummond. So, so I never forget, my brother walks yeah. up to the door, knocks on the door, and he he makes me and his wife stay in the car, and I see him talking to Barocco, and he's probably saying, uh, my brother is a complete nerd, a whack job, but it would mean everything if uh, you just talked to him for a few minutes. Yeah. And Morocco was awesome. We went to the house, and he was, like, totally cool. He had, back then, he looked like a hippie. He had this big beard, and yeah. his surfboard was in there, and... And throughout the house, you see all these hippies hanging out, smoking, you know, joints. Yeah, you yeah. Know, at noon, and I'm, I'm shaking. I'm so nervous meeting a wrestler, but I'm saying, wait, uh, I don't see any weights set. I don't see any medicine balls. Yeah, and yeah. That was my awakening. Yeah. I was a very naive child. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I always thought they were like better off and stuff. Like when when I was younger, but then like afterwards, like oh, you start hearing these stories of these guys. And the ones who were better off were the paupers, the people like Angelo Poffo who saved every penny. Yeah, could. yeah. You hear stories about how these guys never spent. Like you hear Owen Hart never spent any money. Yeah, and yes. Nick Foley and all these guys. Like holy crap, they're not really. Like, you making... have to have a very yeah. very good not not just a good business mind, but you have to be a very a disciplined with yeah. your money if you. Yeah. I want to make money in the biz. I'm glad I didn't never got into wrestling. <laughs> I'm glad I did the way I did. I'm yeah. glad I never tried to make it a career. That Although reading Ron Wright's story, like him, him being like a having another like a, a real job, it sounded like he had a good time. Yeah, like he just did it as a hobby. And I, he must have been like the most successful weekend warrior ever. Like, I think like, you're right. Yeah, because I mean, in Tennessee, I heard there, I heard of several people like that in the Tennessee territory where they had full time jobs. 
Eddie it does help. I liked him. I liked him when he would cut promos and stuff like that. Well, he was a good promo. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I, and he's, that's another one where it's frustrating that a lot of the Glory Day stuff isn't on tape. Yeah. I would. I, I heard that story about him, um, them uh, betting Fuck. betting a, a, a horse and him losing the horse. <laughs> Remember? Oh, um, I didn't hear about yeah. that. Well, that's in the obituary for um, the Observer. <laughs> I heard about him getting his plane blown up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. great stuff. Yeah. Um, you don't hear all these great stories now. That's right. Now everybody like is serious about wrestling. Oh, we should talk about LA. We were talking about this at the start of the show. How how LA's been having a lot of lucha shows lately. We were saying there are more LA lucha shows than there are well, you know the Con Ramirez's. Well, you know, there's a lot of guys who are coming are flying into like are coming into the U.S. now more often too. Because I I mean the economy is bad. In and Mexico. for you and me, it's great. Yeah, we have an opportunity to see. Well, I mean, we went to that show with Volador and Sombra. Where mm-hmm. I mean, UIPW is constantly bringing guys in. Next week um, in L.A., Los Traumas are yes, returning. and we're going to check it out. Yeah, we're going to check it out and try to get an interview with them. Hopefully they'll hopefully do Hopefully we'll do that. Hopefully we'll get them on the I show. I feel like a kid. I'm hoping, <laughs> I am hoping I can achieve being part of the, the Noti Trauma show. That's on my book. Bu- Let's go for uh, it. It's on my bucket list, list right now. I want to be on that show. I want to know who that lady is that can't pronounce Denver. And calls it Gerber. <laughs> I want them to answer that question for me, so I'm hoping we can actually finally get that answer. I want to be able to call that uh, trauma. Or maybe she's saying it right, and maybe uh, Bob Gerber was the guy who played Gilligan. You, you, you know Island. the you know the cool thing about the traumas is like all these years we 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 kind of. Well, I I don't know if you watched a lot of the traumas matches. You, well, you showed me some yeah, videos. Yeah, but I mean really great workers mm-hmm. and but then you never really caught their personality and now like now like 10 15 years later you're getting their personality and they're really like cool dudes like they're really like the type of guys you really want to like get to know and stuff like a lot of the luchadors are like that yeah but, totally yeah like like rush and all those guys we got to interview rush at some point too. we do oh my god that have him like talk shit about everybody like i'm gonna give him a list of everybody i wanted to talk shit about. oh and then um fmll's on um that's what i was gonna look for um fmll is um running a legend show on um actually this weekend is um we were talking about that um there's indio mendoza's running a show for um uh, benefit, benefit for ringo mendoza yeah. where the hell is it oh, i don't have it on here is, is it running away? It's right here. Hold on. Don't make me sing. Here it is. They're bringing in. Um, it's a. It's like a memorial show for um Rocky Roman. Oh yes, this is a show I want to check out. Yeah, they're bringing in Negro Navarro, Mano Negra, Matemático, Pirata Morgan, Baby Richard. You're gonna laugh, but I'm excited about wanting to see Baby Richard and Matemático. Brazo de Oro, um, L.A. Park, Octagoncito. Angel Blanco Jr. Jalisco's going to be there, which means um, Jalisco's uh, family might be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damien. <laughs> One of the best looking families in the world. Yes. Damien 666. Euphoria. Euphoria. Cien Caras Jr., which I'm sure if Superboy's at that show, is going to remind they might remind me about what I told them. What? Uh, Superboy was going to run a show and he was bringing, uh, I guess, Cien Caras mm-hmm. Jr. was the the. The fake dinamitas were going to oh, be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And he told me they were going to be on that show. And I said, well, I'll be skipping that show. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
just so people know, I, I'm like this with even my friends. Like, people I like know I'm going to be, like, really... <laughs> yeah, I'll vouch yeah. for it. You're yeah, a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, I'm very, very frank. Very frank very about frank that. About I probably would have gone anyways, but, you know, I just like to joke with Hell, people. Hell, we would go to a lousy show just after. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know. And Superboy and I get along that way. Dan, Dan and I get along that You totally, and I get along totally. that way. We're always talking shit to each other. Like, it's not that... Oh, but that same day, UIPW is running a show in Pomona. So that's actually going to be... There's stuff. Now, what... what? The UIPW show in Pomona, they haven't, they haven't sent out a flyer, but I mean, they're running... I wonder what time they start. Uh, this, Volador. this starts at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. The legend, the legend yeah, I don't know what the, what the Pomona... Oh, so you're thinking of going to that one in El Monte? Kind of? I don't know. Well, for sure we're going to the Los Trauma show, right? Yes, we are. That's definite. Um, also, um, that week is um, Lucha Vavum. We oh. should mention them. Um, they're bringing Puma King in. Puma. Very cool. Puma. Mm-hmm. Well, although he's still a king. You know, he's in our in our hearts, he's still a king. El Rey de las Pumas. Even though he's no longer with Estrellita, <laughs> that's the. Well, he's still got the. Pink yeah, he's, still, he's, he's still, still a Casas. Pumas. He's still a Casas, which means that's he'll right. he'll land on his feet somehow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the women they've been with? So, um, that's a little too insiderish. <laughs> oh, and then uh, you can always cut. Oh, Lucha Libre. Uh, actually, that doesn't matter. Lucha Libre VIP on on June seventh is bringing in Rush. And they're actually, book, they're they're saying that they're going to have Rush versus Brian Cage. That sounds good. Which sounds like it's going to be a hell of a match because I mean yeah. Rush likes to wrestle like he likes it. Rush can turn it on. Yeah, Rush likes to, and Cage is that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're talking about Cage about Lucha Underground and how you mentioned he's not coming across like a like the badass in my eyes. Yeah. And I think it kind of, I think they kind of phase that out. I think Pentagon Junior is like the badass of the promotion. I think so too. I mean, I, the guy, even think, even though he lost to Sexy Star, you know he's going to break her arm at some point. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I like how we're I like how we're discussing we're discussing pedagogy. Sooner or later, he'll break her arm. You know, <laughs> like like sooner or later, it's going to happen. It's in the story. Although poor poor girl, she got her, she got knocked out silly at um, the last show. Oh jeez. The tapings. Oh, Ultima Ultima Lucha and Lucha Underground has also been on the show on here here locally too. So. And oh, we should we should also talk about the benefit show. Oh, Blue Panther's gonna be here for the FMLL show too. Oh, extra cool, mm. man! Everybody's on this. Yeah, Negro Navarro. Everybody who was anybody. We should we should go and like t- when we tell the traumas, we could ask them. Could you put in a good word with Negro Navarro for us? I like that. And see if he'll let us interview him. Yeah. Although FMLL. Actually, you're 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 tight with um you're you're good friends with um people from FMLL, aren't you, Profeta? <laughs> no, I, I know him, but yeah. I mean, not tight. No, nah, he'd be nice. Yeah. I, I think he'd be. I think he'd be. Cool. I think that's where you'd have to ask because I, I always ask UIPW's guy if we could interview people. <laughs> Although I don't really ask anybody, I just go and ask the wrestlers. Like you, always... yeah, you know, if you went up to Profeta yeah. and just talked with them, yeah, he'd be cool with you. Like, hey, he's, Profeta, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. We can interview Baby Richard and all these Brussels. Yeah, Doro. seriously. I, I, Matematico. I don't. I, I want to interview Matematico and then like call him the, and ask him about his lucha blog. <laughs> what, what's this thing with his lucha blog? Well, because that's the Cubs fans' um, Twitter avatar. Oh, oh. Matematico. So it's like. <laughs> I just want to work here with. I, oh, I, you know what? I, I want to. I want to interview him and like ask him like the wrong questions, <laughs> like like completely different, and be like, "Oh shit, you're mathematical, really? I, yes. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I thought you were somebody else." It's just I remember being like 13 years old and seeing him in magazines and thinking that was the most I dig his way mask. out mask I had yeah. ever seen, and so yeah, I actually want to meet him. He's, I the, actually he, want to meet he's him. the one who got into stunt work and stuff like that, right? I don't know about that. 
Yeah, he is, right? He is because that's the old run, right? Mathematics. The original, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he did stunt work too. That's you didn't know that? Yeah, no, he did. I didn't. He's actually somebody who we could interview and has a lot of interesting stories and stuff. Like he's actually Seriously? Mano Negra is also interesting too. Like I like it where we're looking at the lucha poster and trying to. <laughs> no, it's funny as we look podcast. at this. This is a history book. Right? Yeah, yeah. This is a, f- a yeah. potential history book. Pirata Morgan. Yeah. Ask him about his eye and stuff. Show us. We could ask. Hey, can we see your eye? I've actually missing? seen it. You have? Oh, that's right. I, when I yeah, you were at that show that he wrestled. When he was asleep under a table. <laughs> Asshole. He didn't even like think about bringing me to the show. It's before I knew you. When was this? 1996. Come on, 1996. You couldn't like. I haven't even met yeah, your sister yet. Man, you, you couldn't travel back in time and like. <laughs> I could try. On. I could try. Yeah. I could try. I'm sure they would let us. We know most of these guys. Yeah, let's check and, it out. Let's yeah. check it out. I, yeah, I'm actually jazzed about it. Yeah, yeah, that's actually. And for the- Morgan, like I like I've said a hundred and one times. I don't care if he just stands in the corner, does nothing. That guy's earned it. Although the UIPW show, if they bring in psychosis, I hope he bring. I hope he brings that snake with him. So because the snake's name is Kendra, and we could like Wait. we could actually ask him like if you could hold the snake for him and stuff like that while I interview him. <laughs> would you hold it? No. I would, I would. You would. You're not yeah, scared. Sure. You're, no. I wouldn't. I'm scared. I, like I think that thing would kill me. <laughs> it could kill me, but you know that'd be something to yeah. write about. Yeah, that would be actually. Yeah. Worth, that would actually be a good interview. Would that be funny if it? I it, could be interviewing him, and, and, the, and, and, the, and the snake kills me. <laughs> yes. and, and, and you could hear us that worried about it. That would be on the front page of the Observer. That would be. You would be funny. And then I, I would be like, I would ask psychosis to take a picture of you being dying right there. <laughs> well, you know. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to interview Pentagon Junior, mm-hmm. but like, I want to have him like, like breaking one of our, one of us's yes, arm, yes. and then one of us like holding a sign saying, "Oh, uh, you know, whatever." What Rob suggested we do, like, <laughs> like have him like, 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 oh my God, he broke his arm or something, like. Or first have him break your arm, and I'll wear a shirt saying "I'm with stupid." I want to know, baby. And then later in the day, he breaks my arm, and you're wearing the shirt that says "I'm with stupid." How did Baby Richard come up with his um, name? Do you know? Anything? I have no idea. Yeah. And I've That'd be wondered. actually something interesting too. I'm sure it's written somewhere, but I haven't read about it. I, I, I think they use the baby name a lot if you were kind of baby face feminine. and all that. Yeah, because I'm boyish too. Probably when, when I when I started doing, boyish look more yeah boyish. when I was doing the fairy gimmick Vandal Drummond. Baby Drummond? That's what Gil wanted to call oh, it. Oh, yeah, Baby okay, Drummond, okay. yeah. And then I changed it to Baby Bitch Drummond. Oh, so. and then you went to Vandal Drummond. I was Vandal Drummond first, oh, then okay. I was a baby, then I was and a Baby, baby Bitch, bitch and then I was a Vandal again. Oh, that's cool. Um, so let's talk about uh, the benefit show that... Yeah, yeah, the one we went to, Triton's yes, benefit show. Yes, it was April 12th. Kurt, Kurt, actually, you weren't... I think we talked about this at the last podcast. Mm-hmm. You had actually vowed not to wrestle ever again. Yeah, and I knew I was full of shit. Yeah, and now you are you you actually wrestled on that show. I wrestled on that show. He lost to Bluefish. Yes, which is like. And I actually made the call. That was really sad. I I actually thought you could beat Bluefish. Very disappointed. I could. <laughs> I was very disappointed. I very disappointed too. I actually had I actually had money on that. No, actually, believe it or not, I, I was the one who made the call to uh, oh. have him go over. You're kayfabe. You're not supposed to mention that. Oh, no. It's a real match. Oh. We really shot. We shot. <laughs> did that he that he did was real, and I didn't know to roll out of the way. He didn't punch your nose like that um, stardom show? Yes. <laughs> that, girl, my... that girl that got oh, face punched in? Nah, uh, okay. But I, 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 I want to talk about A lot of show. people went to that show, too. I'm... This show was a resounding success. Yeah. And something I want to talk about. It really... Uh, I compare it to when Superboy's father was terminally ill and they did two benefit shows for him at All Nation Center back in 97. 
And that was the first time I saw a benefit show where all cynicism was gone. And I just, when Superboy's father was sick, El Moro, um, that place was packed and the money flowed, you know, for a, the money flowed for a good cause to get him back to Mexico, you know, before he passed away. Why did he want to go back? He wanted to die in Mexico? He wanted to die because I think his parents were still alive. He wanted to be with his family. And in this, almost like out of a movie or something, he flew back to Mexico and two days later passed away. But I I was just floored by how the whole Lucha community in L.A. got together. And I, I thought... Boy, I'll probably never see anything like this again. And the show we went to with Tree, for Tritone, uh, Tritone is a guy who was part of. Not the, to be confused with the guy who in CMLL Tritone. Right. This is a yeah. guy who. This is, guy's actually been around a lot longer. Since the late 1970s. Yeah. He started out um, without a mask under the name uh, Alfil. And oh really? Yes. I think there's a video. Wasn't there somebody or somebody else who used that? There name might be. Too? There's some photos of him yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, that might have been. It. Uh, and in fact, in fact, I remember seeing those photos in Gil's gym all the time when he was a, a rookie. Uh, I mean, I didn't see the photos I'm when to, he was a rookie. I'm trying to remember. Is this the guy who's bald? Yes. Oh okay. yeah. Goatee. Oh wow, that sucks. I know that guy is such a nice guy. He is a wonderful guy. And, yeah. And oh man, I gotta see, tell you, this is something I, 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 I a lot of people like. Since I sometimes get to hang out backstage or know the guys, mm-hmm. I see them without mask. Yes, but like I was, we were talking about this one time, but I can't remember who they are when they put on the mask, so I don't even don't know. Don't be embarrassed because yeah. I do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, so but I, I like if like if you show me the guy without the mask, I'll tell you, oh, that's uh, yeah. what's his name. But then when they put on the mask, like who the fuck is that guy? And it's like, oh, okay. And that's what I couldn't remember. Man, that you know, he he is one. He's always nice to me. He's too. always very nice. He yeah. is one of the most down to earth uh, wrestlers I know. Very, yeah. very mellow, very humble. Always took his wrestling very seriously. I mean, I, I, I first saw him when he started doing the Tritone gimmick. Uh, I believe it was 81 or 82. Mm-hmm. He was just so talented. And I remember years later when I actually... Oh, he was still pretty good at the Yeah, he's still good. Yeah, he was I, still, still good. good. Yeah. He was still wrestling. In great shape at his yeah. age. And somebody... Uh, he's somebody who was always really, really nice to me, even when I was just a new kid on the block. Yeah. Uh, kind of showing up at Gills and stuff. And uh, what happened was a few months ago, he was training and just a freak thing, uh, accident, he broke his neck. And, uh, I mean, he's in really bad shape right now, but uh, they they expect him to walk again. I mean, oh. he's paralyzed right now, but they yeah, expect yeah. He, he is... In- he was at the show, too, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a wheelchair. Tough guy. Tough guy in that wheelchair, and they still got the mask on his face. Jeez. Um, I, and he stayed there for a while, too. Yes, he was like, yes. And I got to tell you, I mean, I, for the first time I met a number of his family, his daughters, um, a guy who I think is his son. Um, but it's very sweet. One of the daughters got uh, his image tattooed on her arm. Oh, really? Yeah. The mask? And, the mask? Or yes. That, or him. Yes. In fact, she posted something on Facebook saying uh, she didn't tell her dad she was going to do it. So yeah, because I'm pretty sure he wasn't at. Yeah, he, yeah. He might have not been one of the. I don't know. I mean, you, you never. Some of, you some never of the, know, but the way you she, never with Mexican with with older Mexicans, you never know if they're, they're in favor of tattoos or against tattoos. Right. Right. Yeah. The way she did it, she sounded like he probably would have told her not to do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. When she did it, I, I'm sure he loved. Yeah. It. 
And uh, plus, I think a lot of people changed over the years because now it's like it's not that shocking for people. I mean, it's more well, shock- tattoos are mainstream. It's more shocking if you don't have tattoos. It is. It's true. I mean, it's more. It's uh, very true. Yeah. And uh, one, what just uplifted me was just seeing how upbeat his family was and how optimistic they are no. with the situation and just how optimistic and positive he is. I mean, I don't know if I would. Uh, have my head held up that high in that situation and to just all the local boys again coming together uh yeah a lot of the guys and some of the guys from tijuana too yes yes familia de ti we got to see huichol huichol which you took that great picture with him yeah i was so jazzed because i was a huge fan of huichol back in his early days yeah sandokan nice guy yeah i like that guy well, Steve Payne was there. Yes. Steve, Steve Payne replaced Nietzsche, which was a huge upgrade. He's really good, Steve Payne. He is. Steve, Steve Payne, Payne, very yeah. talented guy. Bestia was there. Damien 666. Yes. Um, who else was there? Los Luchas. Yes, yes. Los uh, Luchas. Uh, Jalisco. Jalisco came back. I mean, he. I thought he retired. Did yeah, they? I think I think for I an old friend, <laughs> for an old friend, he'll come well, out. He's, he's on this show also, so that's cool. Well, he he's one of the few guys in his fifties who can still bring it on. Jalisco, one of um, I, well, I think it's only Jalisco's daughter's always at lucha shows too. So that's true. She's always yes. at like if you you'll see her on Lucha Underground, you'll see her on every LA show. She's everywhere. Like she's all over the big place. fan. Big fan. To, yeah. yeah. And Jalisco is one of those guys who always just been such a talented yeah. worker. Talented baby face, especially. Yeah, um, he still can work. I yeah, he really is. Good. That guy's in amazing yeah. shape. And of course, Peloto uh, Nuclear, who was a you know very close friend, used to uh, team with Freetone for Physico Nuclear showed and up. Physico Nuclear was there. Yes, which really shocked the Cerro Dorado. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he thought he was seeing double. You know, exactly. he was like, he was like, what the hell's going yeah, on? Yeah, Cerro Dorado still refers to Fredo as Physico Nuclear. Yeah, we're friends now because he thinks he that's calls right. Me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fredo is is Fisico Nuclear yeah. Segundo yeah. Brown, number two. And now Cerro Dorado is my favorite uh, luchador exactly. in like, Los yes. Angeles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Doctor Oh, Doctor Maldad was that was on that Our show Dr. too. Doctor Maldad was Maldad there. Is yes. My my favorite um, LA. It was Russell. like a who's who of. Uh, I love how how you guys bring it up, and I I make sure I don't like bring it up to him publicly. Like I have never uh-huh. told him that because I don't really tell wrestlers if they're my favorites or anything. I don't think I think That's the only. I think the only wrestler I've ever told I, I thought was really good was Macias. That one. The, oh, that's and, right. Yes, yes. And he actually was very like. And like thankful. me, like me when I met Casas, I marked out. Well, Casas too. Yeah. Yeah, we told Casas he was amazing and he was very polite. But I mean, yeah. it's it's different. It's Negro Casas. There's few guys I would fall all over for. It's Negro Casas. I, I know exactly. It's so exactly. funny. Like I remember once we went when we met, um, saw Roddy Piper mm-hmm. at an MPW and Sophia, our friend. Um, she was like, she was like, I can't believe you're not as excited about Roddy Piper. And I'm like, eh, you know, I was playing it off. I was like, yeah, it's Roddy Piper, big deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, it wasn't, I mean, I wasn't breath, but I don't get, I don't react that excited. Exactly. I was, I was a huge Piper fan, but. I got really excited when I met Blue Panther. Yes. Because, I mean, that dude, I mean, that was in 2004, I think. Yes, it was. He was. When he, he was, wrestled Dos Caras. Yes, and he match. was great. When I met Dos Caras, I was pretty excited too. Mil Mascaras, I was excited too just because, I mean, it's Mil Mascaras. Yeah. But I had already seen him before. Right. Nero Casas was completely different. I mean, Nero Casas was like, oh my God, this guy's like... Uh, this guy was a turning point yeah. in my wrestling fandom. And then you, you get know? you get to have like a in, little interaction with him. Like, oh yeah, like... Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, talk just, about the, the parrot and stuff like that. That was great. I actually d- dug Mr. Niebla too. So. <laughs> he was cool, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this, this show was uh, this show uh, 
They sold um, Triton t-shirts too, which were yeah, cool. Yeah, were really cool t-shirts. Yeah. And, you know, they really raised a lot of money to help him out. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they do some future shows too, because I have the feeling he's got a long road ahead of him. Yeah. And, uh, and props to Superboy for really organizing. You know, a lot of people, people put their efforts into it. Superboy, you know, really was, you know, the guy who organized everything. And, yeah. Just talking to him, I can tell how much Tritone meant to him. I just want to. I just want really Super. The heart. I just want Superboy to know. Not keep those kids away from me that kept yelling about Los, um, Lucha Lucha. What? There what? were these two kids on one side uh-huh. yelling Lucha Lucha during uh-huh. Los Luchas match. Yeah. And these two kids sitting next to me. Superboy, his youngest son will know what I'm talking about. These two kids sitting next to me kept complaining that they were yelling Lucha Lucha, and I'm like, dude, come on, kids, the fuck, because they they kept thinking it was Los Luchas. Um, Los Luchas from um, WWE, right, right, yes. Sin Cara, and these kids were saying they're not them; they're uh, Zocre and Phoenix Star, and it's like, and they couldn't, they didn't even know what Phoenix, who Phoenix Star was. I mean, dude, seriously, come on. And then Superboy son was telling them, "Oh, these are Zocre and Phoenix Star," and and, and I look over at him, and we're just like, we're just like kids. <laughs> God, that reminds yeah. me of thirty years ago yeah. when, when uh, WWE was running the Olympic, and you know, they, I didn't mind. They fine. used local talent. Yeah, on the undercard. Uh-huh. And I'll never, you, Paul Orndorff was, I can't remember who he's wrestling, uh, but Tony Rocco got in the ring, and the guy in front of me goes, Oh, there's Paul Orndorff! Uh-huh. And I'm just staring like, Are you totally retarded or something? <laughs> How do you mistake Tony Rocco for Paul Orndorff? <laughs> the tan. He was serious. The was tan? Like, I could see that with the tan. <laughs> <Not it. laughs> well, I mean, maybe he was didn't have his glasses on, and he couldn't see properly. Possibly, possibly, maybe. Saw, saw, saw tan body and he's like, oh, that must be Paul Lorndorf. <laughs> yeah, there's some fans, you know. Sometimes you're, I'm amazed at some fans, you know. Yep, it's true. It's, it's like true. you get you get a few fans and like, holy crap, huh? where'd they come from? And then you get some fans. And, you know, and that's like sometimes you'll meet a fan and it's like you worry about them like knowing who you are. Because I'm very – I don't tell people I, I – like when I go to wrestling shows, I don't even tell people I, I run Lucha World. No, you're, you're, you're smart. You're like you're – like People a, don't know that. Like only like – I you're, think You're like the Bruce Wayne. You don't tell them you're Batman. When I go to Lucha – I think that's what people probably think. Oh, he must tell – Triple A didn't know I, I was – I ran Lucha World. Mm-hmm. It, it took Kevin Kleinrock telling them that right. I ran and Conan fi- finding out. Um Lucha Underground didn't know. That's how they found out. They found out through um, Conan and all them. Um, when I go to indie shows, I think I think maybe Superboy, you, mm-hmm. Superboy's family, yeah, are probably the only ones who know. And then like I think there's like a couple of fans. Actually, there's four or five fans who now, who now know I, I run Lucha World, but they're cool. You know, they're cool fans. Exactly, they go to they exactly. go to a lot of Lucha shows. They do a lot. No, they know I, what we're doing, and it's I actually like, think that's wise. Kind yeah, of keep your ears open, your mouth shut. You'll learn a lot. I should actually like be more. If I shut my mouth more, I'll I should learn be a lot I more. should be more outgoing. And then like I could, I could be like really. Oh, it's the guy from Lucha World. Let's let's be. That's all, right. It's Mister Lucha let's World. Let's be like because I see like we used to go to indie shows and like the SoCal Uncensored guy would show up. Remember. And then, oh, right, SoCal yes. Uncensored guy! Let's we the guy, the guy from SoCal Uncensored. Let's let's go talk to him. <laughs> and I'm I'm like, dude, I was here, I, and I'm hanging out with these guys backstage, <laughs> and nobody would be like, oh, it's the Lucha World guy. It's like, and I was getting, I mean, not for nothing, but the site gets a lot more hits than I think I I because it's an inside joke that we always make fun of. Oh, exactly, because you know, there's not a lot of traffic. Oh, the, the, one of the funniest things that ever happened on an indie show about 20 years ago, Tom Burke. Was out here visiting. Oh, geez. So they're like, oh, it's no. Tom this B- was no. This was even funnier. This was back when uh, most of the wrestlers who read the Wrestling Observer uh-huh. uh, 
said they were going to kick Dave Meltzer's ass and said he's full of shit. But, of uh-huh. course, they subscribed or they had their wives subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was some local manager who was on a show who who thought he was a bigger deal than he was. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt having a Meltzer moment. <coughs> we're almost done, yeah. Kurt. We're almost done. We're almost at the finish line. So um, this guy was ranting about how much he hated Dave Meltzer. And Tom Burke pointed out to me uh, and said, well, if you want to tell him how much you hate him, he's across the room there. <clears throat> and then Burke, Burke, like, first chance he got, came up to me and said, hey, I told that guy you're Dave Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy started trying to cut a promo on me. And I started saying, you're a dick, let's go at it. And the guy's going, uh, uh, I go, <clears throat> I, and after a while, I said, oh, by the way, I'm not. Kurt, you need water. You need water. <laughs> you Gunga Din. Gunga. <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> oh, Loretto Kid is going to be in NXT, apparently. Very cool. Well, he's going to, he, if medicals pass. And um, Magno is officially going to be in NXT. Excellent. So. Excellent. I should talk about this while you're, while you're coughing. <sighs> let, me, let me look through my notes and see what I missed. So long, were, it's a long story short. Yeah. <clears throat> I finally told the guy it wasn't Dave Meltzer, and he said, well, t- from one joke to another, pleased to meet you. Kurt, I'm going to finish the show. I'm yes, going to get... finish the show. Kurt, I, think I, w- I would like to fin- end the show by saying... Um, <laughs> by, I should do the, 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 the closing segment, right? Since I agree. Yeah. I agree. I want to wish everybody a, a happy Cinco de Mayo. I actually start celebrating right now. <laughs> it's actually a, a three-week um, holiday for me. And how do you celebrate it, Fredo? Lots and lots of drinking. Excellent. We got Corona, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Blue Moon. Apparently, that's Blue a good, good, good beer. That is a good one. Yeah. Yes. I learned about that at the wedding that I My went to. My friend. Uh, Why should we, we talk about our whole um, trip, all our time off from wrestling? <laughs> yeah, totally. You had a great Yeah. Event. I went to a wedding, mm-hmm. got drunk, danced. <laughs> I, w- I wish yeah. I was there. I wish I was there. Yeah, people uh, people probably think, man, Fredo doesn't dance, but I actually do enjoy dancing, which was one of the weird things. <laughs> when I'm drinking, I enjoy nobody, dancing. But that's like the big secret. Nobody nobody can know that. Like when we go to like events and stuff, I don't like to dance just because I don't know the people. So. You said it publicly. Of yeah. course, you could edit this. Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we had a good time. Excellent. Kurt, what did you do? We didn't even go to Vegas, which was the very that- The very day after when, we were, when we had planned to go to Vegas for Cauliflower Alley, yeah. <clears throat> the very day after the Tone tribute show, I came out with a bad case of bronchitis, and then I was out of work for one straight week. Oh. I mean, flat on my ass, and as you can hear, I'm still coughing it up. Well, that's actually the podcast that causes that. As soon as you turn it off, you'll be fine. I will sound eloquent. Yeah. Yes. I thought I was going to be coughing during the show. <laughs> I'll, I'll save the coughing for um, Chris Zellner's podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll, this was a really fun. I should podcast. mention uh, we'll be doing a um, Chris Z. Will we should probably mention? Oh it. yeah, yeah. Plug He's it. actually Plug doing a, a podcast called Exile to ba- to Bad Street. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really long three hour podcast, but I highly recommend <laughs> it. <laughs> I know he's going to get upset at me for saying that it's a long, but um, the first he's done three episodes. The first one was on the Freebirds. Mm-hmm. Since it's Exile to Bad Street, it's got to be about the Freebirds, right? Absolutely. The second episode was about the UWF, the final year of the UWF promotion. Excellent. Bill Watts' promotion when it merged into very, the NWA. Very fun period. Which was actually, I mean, he, they had a, I mean, they had Dylan Waco and um, Dylan Waco or Dylan Hales, however yes. you want to call him, and um, um, the guy that we know as the Bixie Demon. 
Yes. David Our Dixon's old fan. Dixie. Who's who's taken over the Wrestling Observer website. Absolutely. Rock on, <laughs> yeah. Dixie. Um, he, they were talking about it. I mean, they came up with a lot of stuff. And Bix was in his be- best behavior. He wasn't as pervy and, and saying all, the, half the, fun all the dirty, all the dirty jokes and stories he has on, on that he had on Slam I love those though. I miss those pervy. He, he didn't have any of that stuff on this oh. show. But I mean, he was very informative. Mm-hmm. And Bix is actually doing his own pod. He's actually got two podcasts now too. Uh, we'll oh, talk he's about back doing podcasts. Yeah, um, I should mention that also. I love the ones he did of a number. And then back. the third, the third podcast that Chris Downer did was a, a podcast on the Indies in the early two thousands because that's when um, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe, and all, that all of that. So they actually talk about some of the guys from cool. that era. I'm pretty sure it's a. I mean, I've heard people rave about it. Three hours long, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, but I mean, I heard the I heard the UWF show because I that's I'm a huge fan of that era, mm-hmm. and that, that was a great podcast. So if it's if it's as good as that stuff, it was really if it's great. A subject you like, yeah. In for that and the hours. next podcast that Chris is going to do is that uh, going to be about lucha. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Cubs fan, Rob Bihari, nice making his return to podcasting. Excellent. Which the last time didn't go so well, but we're hoping this time it does. <laughs> and I will be on that show too, which I hope I can actually like survive. <laughs> You'll be fine. If anybody and knows, no the, if anybody had, remembers the Slam and Stand podcast, we were basically. Yes. Although this one's going pretty well too. Remember, we're we're we've gone over an hour and a half, and you've been doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slam and Stand, mm. we went off topic so many times. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of hard yeah. for us to keep. Like it wasn't something. Whereas Chris keeps it um, keeps it a little more organized. Yes. He's, he actually plans the podcast and everything. So, and um, Bix. Speaking of Bix's podcast, um, he's doing a podcast. I can't. I think the he's doing one called the Big Show, mm-hmm. which is basically the intro you'll get a kick out of. It's the Big Show song. It's the well. It's the Big Show. Oh yeah, uh-huh. it's the, the Big, big show. show. I love it. It's I him. It. It's him saying Bix. I think it's Bix doing just a Bix. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> that's actually I've heard that show. And then he does another show called the Trademark. I think the Trademarks mm-hmm. or something. Where they talk about um, like different things within trademarks, which oh no, <laughs> I'd like to listen. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell them a, 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 a oh, power a, Yeah, so they, they they actually the last show I think they talked about um, they talked about something about I can't remember what it, oh pro wrestling tees is having issues with um, different trademarks and stuff. <gasps> wait, like that. wait, I heard something about this. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about it. Yeah, so. but those guys were the guys who did our t-shirts, so so they they're, rocked. They're, our, they're good. They're good on our book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they did something about the new. I was going to hear it because they said something about New Japan, and I didn't get to hear it. So I'll, I'll probably be listening to Bix's podcast oh, cool. I, this oh, weekend. I, I'll have to search that out. Yeah, so I recommend those podcasts. And you can listen to our podcast. We have all of them. They're on Stitcher and on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Or you could go on our website. We have a, actually a page dedicated to the podcast. Yes. I still haven't gone through all 88 slam and stands or however many there are. <laughs> Keep on rocking. We'll see you next time, babies. Have a great, great week or two weeks or we'll see you soon. Well, actually, it'll be after the traumas. After the traumas, you'll hear from us.